from the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. You know, two more names that I thought of during the break that have never won, but active athletes who have never won a championship. What is, what is... To the, the common fan, the common observer, the most prestigious soccer championship in the entire sport. World Cup. The World Cup. Uh, that's all preference, but I guess let's go World Cup. What's bigger? There's nothing bigger than mm. the World Cup. What's bigger than the World Cup? You N- cannot nothing, say gold nothing by default, but I think to the players, like there are some others that, I, that but mean I a little think, more. I think any, any player would say, though, that winning a title for their country for their, is their greatest accomplishment. Like, forget yeah. winning it like Manchester United or a Champions League trophy. Like, that stuff's great. But the World Cup is... When you play, when you're from a nation that has the capability to win the World Cup, that's your greatest achievement. And don't we have to put Lionel Messi in this discussion? Mm-hmm. He's won every conceivable club championship known to man at Barcelona. He's won the Champions League multiple times. All He's the won Copa boots. America. He's the Tom Brady all the of soccer boots. with all the records and the titles and everything. Except Argentina under him have never won the World Cup. And the window's closing. Well, is, is this might be his last one. Like, yeah. This yeah, I was saying the, the window is most definitely closing. He's about to come spend his everyday life here in Miami, in Inter South Miami. Florida. Inter Miami. How huge. difficult are tickets going to be for that? We better get going now. Man. Fort Lauderdale's never seen such stardom. I would love it. Not since Stone Roll through America, America's hey. backyard. I, w- I cannot wait. Isn't that your place? I was going to say, no. Stone, no. America's backyard's mine. That's Jeanette's territory. Yeah. So get the heck out of here. <laughs> America's backyard, the bar? Yeah. Yeah, oh, wait, very, are we talking about the old one or the new one? You can have the new one, but the old one that wait. had the bar pool in the middle? Very, uh... <laughs> yeah, that's who you'd find me Very, very casually have been to there plenty of times. <laughs> the new one? Yeah. Yeah, it's not the same. Okay. I had I, I didn't mean to offend Jeanette over America's backyard. I didn't even know there was a new one. Um, it's oh, disgusting. And, and Cristiano Ronaldo. Yeah. He's won a Euro title. He has won numerous Champions League and club championships at Real Madrid, but he's never won the World Cup, and they are both in the round of 16. One are quarterfinals. One is playing, though, Messi. The other looks like he's been benched because he's a whiny turd, and that's Ronaldo. Yeah, but Portugal looks really good, though. What? I, I, I'd say they look better than Argentina right now. What if, what if Portugal, who looked so much better without Ronaldo playing, what if they win the World Cup with Ronaldo being a non-factor. He doesn't play in the quarters or in the semis or in the final. And they play out of their minds and win the World Cup. What do we say about Cristiano Ronaldo? What does that do to his legacy? Yeah, one thing, he would have to go radio silent, and I think the internet would break. Yeah. Like, we would all let loose on Not him. Not to mention, with all this talk of live golf and how they've sold out and how they support um, human rights violations, all those golfers, guess whose next club is in Saudi Arabia getting paid Saudi money? Guess who? Mr. Uh, C7. Uh, CR7 himself, Cristiano Ronaldo. Boy, that legacy's falling off a cliff. <laughs> it's teetering that line, walking on thin ice. It. Good sweet Lord. But I will say his abs, still impeccable. He's, he's not that attractive. I'm you sorry. Keep doing that. You keep doing that. This Wait, is a bit for you. you it's don't... the garbage, <laughs> no. most Wait, worst no, no, bit no, no, you've no, ever done. You think she's just being a contrarian? Yeah, no. I do. No. I know for no, a fact no, she's no. being a contrarian. You don't think no, Ronaldo's that good looking? No, I don't. 
If Cristiano Ronaldo walked by our studio right now, you would literally faint. I would. If Ronaldo walked way. by our studio right now, I'd run out and hump his leg. Yeah. Instead, it's the. Uh, mm-hmm. Instead, you're going on dates with Tesla drivers with porn stashes. I mean, where are we? Yeah. Where are we drawing that, the line? That's here? actually a really solid Ronald- point. <laughs> astute. <laughs> wow. Astute from Stone. I forgot about him, Stone. Oh my god. <laughs> we're sitting here trashing Cristiano Ronaldo. Like we're not going to accept that at but all. Ronaldo next to Jimmy G. I take Jimmy Okay, G. okay, But okay. Ronaldo next to J.J. Reddick. All right, but it's clear you have, you have a type. But Ronaldo next to Tom Brady. Yeah, and now we're talking about a one specific Brady. woman's type. It's just not fair. You can't do that. Stone and I are going to argue Jimmy G and 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 um, J.J. Reddick, but it's clear you have a type. Yes, boy. Duh. But you, you mean to tell me if... I would look at Ronaldo, but would I be like, oh, my God, like I am with Jimmy G? <laughs> would just... I be posting weekly... <laughs> Appreciation post like yes, I do you with would. Jimmy G on my Instagram? Yes, you would. No, it's just a contrarian in you. You don't want to post. Ronaldo. You don't want to have all the Ronaldo stuff already on your social media timelines. You don't want to add on to it. You think I, you're doing something with the JJ Reddick. It's just a contrarian take. Physically speaking, I take Messi over Ronaldo. We and know you're messy. Get over yourself. <laughs> I Terrible. tell this to, to Deportes all the time. I will take Messi standing side by side over Ronaldo. Really? A hundred percent. What about and, Lionel Messi is more attractive than Cristiano Ronaldo? Ronaldo's too much of a pretty boy. Like I don't like. I hate it. I hate it. I hate that. And I told you the same thing about the this Rock. This can't be real. The Rock, I don't find that attractive because it's another. Because he's too much of a pretty boy. For it's me. another contrarian take. No. So wait, no, do you do you not, not do you not like muscles? I do like muscles. I appreciate them. But you them. think The Rock is just too much. What if The Rock was built like, I don't know, Lionel Messi? I don't know. He'd maybe. be a little, a mole. He'd look like a little yeah, troll like, guy. Yeah, he would look weird, really right? weird. Because like, The Rock has a big old head. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> a Lionel Messi is not an attractive man. I mean, he's just not. He, I think He's probably shorter than me and Ken, and we're not very tall guys. It's the era of the short kings, though. No, I understand that, but... And, and he is a rich short king, and he is the greatest soccer player of all time. I'd say, yeah. But if like, there's a short king, I'm going to go for. I feel confident. I think Stone's in the same, uh, the, 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 the same neighborhood with me on this. We can objectively look at another man and say, you know what, that's a good-looking dude. I do it every day. Yeah. Like, I have no shame in admitting that. I can look at a dude and be like, that is a handsome and, man. Lionel Messi does not pass that <laughs> test. And, and here's where Jeanette would go wrong. Here's the contrarian side. Here's where you'd get exposed. If Ronaldo came off of his boat one time and they snapped a pick and his hair was all messy <laughs> and he was wearing baggy shorts, you'd be like, oh, my God, look at Harry Styles uh, Sr. Uh, like, you know, ew, if he pulled like, off that. Know. Harry but no, because, not my type. But because he's got the hair. Person. No, I'm saying the hair as in, like, the loose hair. looks like he yeah. doesn't care because he's not a pretty boy. Yeah. It's just you're easily exposed Maybe in a situation Maybe he had a little 5 like o'clock this. shadow. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, no. no, it's a no for Ronaldo. That is stunning to me. No for Ronaldo. That is absolutely stunning It's not stunning, stunning because she's not serious. I'm super serious. You, you really think I it's a bit? I have been saying it's this a for bit. years. <laughs> the bit. It's like no, it's not. It's like me fa- being a fan of Taylor Heineke. It's like you know what? I, I don't actually root for the guy, <laughs> but I like to see him win right, some right, games. Right, sure, sure. No, it's not a bit. It's really real. Uh, speaking of what I wish was a bit with Stone, but it's actually as authentic as could possibly be. Guess who might start tonight? Thursday night football for the L.A. Rams. You want to say it, Stone? Baker. Reagan Mayfield. Johnny Wofford, the starting quarterback for the Rams on the active roster, is having some neck pain right now. Here he goes. 
So Baker Mayfield is going to go through pregame warm-ups. Uh, Shannon Sharp used this quote, and I love it. Who are you taking a guy? A guy who's played in the NFL already this season over two street free agents and Johnny Wofford, Bryce Perkins, and whoever else they got right now. I think Baker's got a real shot. They're six-and-a-half-point underdogs. I think I might throw a little so- chunk of change on my boy Bakey Bake. <laughs> Did you bet my 60 bucks? I, I will, actually, Should right I, now. I'm telling you. All right, fine. It's I his don't money, lose I guess. money because no, remember, right, if right. I lose, it's his money. It's I'm going to get nice three crisp 20s tomorrow okay. on my desk, on so, my side of the table. Yeah. 60 is going to win a little under $200, and I think that profit could go a long way. So I will a, buy you a beer at Stormhouse Beautiful. Brewery. Beautiful. What's that winning? So the guy who can't throw 25 yards, the dude from Virginia, mm-hmm. he's the starter, right? Bryce Perkins? Well, actually, it's listed John Walford right now. Oh, Walford's the number one now? Yeah. So Perkins lost his job because he can't throw the ball 30 yards. Bingo. Got it. So Wofford, has, he's the one with the neck pain. Yes. So what the Rams are saying, potentially, is that Baker Mayfield, who, has anybody reported that Baker Mayfield could give it a go? 100%. Oh, who? I mean, everybody that reports anything. I mean, I'm looking at, like, NFL on ESPN, like, oh, as okay. far as the oh, name. No, no, no. I, no, I was just wondering. I just wanted to make sure that, yeah. like, okay. They said the, the plan from that Sean McVay. That you were praying for it, that it was actually something that was possible. Yeah, for sure. So the plan this from Sean. This like a, uh, a, a Stone Lebanon with no. fever dream hope. Catch okay. him in the chapel with a rosary. No. Rosary. <laughs> <laughs> Sean McVay said this morning that they're going to go through pregame warm-ups. Okay. And if Walford's neck is bothering him, Baker will get the knob. Wow. I know. Wow. I may be posing as confident, but I've never been more nervous in my entire life. Because <laughs> this guy's under a bigger and uh, sharper lensed microscope than he ever has been his oh, entire man. career. And you could do 60. Stone, Stone just said he's never been more nervous in his life for anything <laughs> than the prospect of Baker Mayfield starting for the Rams tonight on Thursday night football against the Raiders. Love you it. are so sad sometimes. I they're at SoFi. Bakey gets a fresh start. New offensive coordinator. Bakey. Gets the L.A. women walking around, even though I'm pretty sure he's engaged and stuff. But I think he's, he's married. 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 You know, a step up from, from, from well, the engagement. Well, it's the same thing, according but, to Stone, remember? I'm oh, yeah, that's true. I'm that's excited true. for the opportunity. I think Jess got real mad at him, too, when he came home that night, when he, when he thought that getting engaged and getting married were the same thing. Yeah, you know, a simple slip up there. Oh, I never asked you, by the way. I never asked you. Uh, Jess's birthday was last week. What'd you do for her? It was November 29th. So, yeah, it was uh, so um, last week. A couple weeks. We, we, we actually went out. Keep a, This is tough here. Um, well, we, we went out on the town. Me and her and I got her a lot of good gifts. But what as, town? As far as, far as. What town? As we, we came down here to the 561. We, we were in Jupiter and we spent most of the okay. night down here and stuff. And I got her really good gifts. So I'm just laughing, thinking about some of the. Some of the, uh, you know, the, the night. But it was a really good birthday. And I got a lot of good presents. I think I did well as a boyfriend. Okay. That sounds really weird. I don't know if I should ask. Yeah, well, something seems a little cloudy No, about you guys this. just sprung it up on me. And I just had, like, good memories. Like, it was a really good birthday for her. <laughs> I had good memories. All right. That's fine. How long have you guys been together? Um, We're going on five years. Why mm. are you being so six evasive y- on this? Did you get engaged? Six, uh, six years, I think, I believe. Um, no, we did not get okay, engaged. Because he, I thought he was avoiding that. I thought he was just steamrolling through that. Kevin and I just gave the look like <laughs> we were about to lose our <laughs> Oh, my God. You almost had to press that. Oh, my God. I yeah, on the same I, day where I get my certificate of scamming the government and, and we talk about our trophies, yeah, I, would, if you I think I would bring up my ring. Would, would, yeah. <laughs> if, you, if you do get engaged, you would tell us, right? You wouldn't, like, hide it from people? Oh, my God, yeah. Okay. Of course. Because Jeanette and I legitimately, when you steamrolled through my question, we legitimately <laughs> thought that... That had happened. I 
You guys would I know. still am not having I'm my not, I'm, you not guys, I'm you still guys having my doubts I'm right now. I'm gonna DM her right now. <laughs> yeah, DM her and just see what's up. Be like, hey, how was your engagement? Congrats. Yeah, just say Let's that. See what she says. See okay. what she says. Hey, please say that. I'm on my way. There's also the chance that that might get stoned in trouble. TBD. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care is a team of skilled orthopedic uh, sports medicine surgeons and specialists that specialize in surgical and non-surgical treatments to get you back to what you love. Don't put off seeing a doctor. Visit baptisthealth.net slash ortho today for more information. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care combines its resources of experienced physicians, leading-edge treatments, and technology to provide advanced orthopedic foot and ankle, joint replacement, spine, and sports medicine care. Visit baptisthealth.net slash ortho for more information. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has offices conveniently located in Palm Beach County through the Florida Keys. Learn more by visiting baptisthealth.net slash ortho. Jeanette has DM'd Jess, Stone's girlfriend. Ma'am, all, all uh, caps, congrats, are you engaged? <laughs> Stone's going to get in so much You'll trouble. We'll see how that one plays out. <laughs> see, see how that one goes. <laughs> yeah. I'm not convinced that. Oh, we'll be right back now. after this with a thrilling conclusion to Is Stone Engaged? The new segment here on Ken Levick Alive. That's Jeanette Javier, the Dominican Queen. She's prying. I'm Ken Levick. I'm as complicit as Jeanette. <laughs> and we're live on ESPN 1063. <laughs> From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Ah, that is accurate. Thursday, but it feels like a Friday. Because this has been damned chaos for an hour and 25 minutes at this point. By the way, I'm serious. March 3rd, March 4th. I really want to go to the Lineman Olympics here in the great state, free state of Florida. Where? Where? Uh... I should look that up. I know it's in the state. I would I, l- love to do a broadcast from there. I want to see these dudes. I hope it's down here in South Florida or Orlando. This sounds like a Central Florida thing, right? It does. <laughs> Everybody meet at the median. Yeah, like the, the linemen Olympics, the electrical workers going up and competing. That sounds like a total Central Florida thing. Of course, happen. because, and I feel like Orlando would be the meeting place oh, because totally. everything surrounding Orlando yeah. is, com- is rural. It is completely empty and swampy. Exactly. But I'm, I'm serious. Ever since Phil and Boynton told us he won a medal, he won a trophy. What is it called? In the Lineman Olympics. Uh, it's the Florida uh, Lineman Competition or something. He called it a rodeo. Yeah, he called it a rodeo, the Lineman Rodeo. But these dudes are doing electrical work 50 feet in the air for trophies. It's amazing. I love that. You know what else I love? South Florida Fair. Tis the season together with family and friends. It's holiday time. There is no better gift than the gift of the South Florida Fair. The season to give, the season to create everlasting memories, make those memories last with tickets to the South Florida Fair. Your kids, your family, they're going to love it. It's a no-brainer, tickets to the South Florida Fair. And right now, if you're the gift giver, discount tickets on sale at Publix and online at SouthFloridaFair.com. South Florida Fair, it opens January 13th, West Palm Beach, South Florida Fairgrounds. And this year, the South Florida Fair is dino might because who doesn't love dinosaurs? Jeanette and I are on the record as saying brontosauruses, they are the easiest to draw. The and they're big and plant-eating and adorable. Dinosaurs taking over the fair. Maybe you like raptors. They're going to be there. Not for real because that would be terrifying. But you'll see interactive displays, <laughs> educational exhibits, dino encounters, an excavation zone, and so much more. It's the South Florida Fair, presumably with brontosauruses. 
opening January 13th in West Palm Beach. Discount tickets at SouthFloridaFair.com. That's the South Florida Fair. SouthFloridaFair.com. It starts January 13th. Fun fact about the South Florida Fair. What's that? My first pageant ever, Miss South Florida Fair. Oh, wow. So you've got history with the fair. Mm. Mm -hmm. That's where it all began. Uh, first time I ever had fried cheesecake was at the South Florida Fair. So Ooh. also history there as well. Yeah. Same thing. <laughs> Historic. Uh-huh. Uh, so there's no way to dip your toe into this, or we're just going to have to dive uh, right into this. The story of the day. We're not, we, we, we weren't avoiding this. We just didn't want to do this right, right away with the show. But Brittany Griner has been released by Russian authorities uh, after a couple of weeks into her nine-year sentence for an ounce of hashish oil that was found on her as she was going to play uh, in Russia during the WNBA offseason. This has been, uh, for, for many, a victory because, quite simply, an American is coming home. An American who is held captive unfairly against her will is coming home. And so, of course... Uh, President Biden, uh, he's he's taken a victory lap over this. Um, the United States, uh, several politicians, the State Department, they've taken their victory lap over this. And Brittany Griner is is coming back from Russia and will be in the states in just a couple of hours. We'll go through a medical examination, and uh, presumably that crisis has now come to an end. The United States did swap a captive for Brittany Griner, and it is Victor Bout. If anybody has ever seen uh, Lord of War starring Nicolas Cage, that film is about Victor Bout, who also has the nickname The Merchant of Death. He is a an arms dealer, and he was held captive and charged with many, many crimes, including uh, supplying weapons to terrorist organizations uh, that the United States then um, translated that as an attempt to kill Americans. And so he has been held captive for years and years and years in the United States. Russia uh, said, you're going to give him up or you're not getting Brittany Griner back. And so the United States did that. So for me, it's obviously, and I think Americans should feel good that an American is coming home after being held captive in Russia. That country... Um, that political pawn she was being used as, it was gross, it was unfair, and a nine-year penalty for that, it clearly was Brittany Griner being used as a bargaining ship against the United States. And you know what? For me, if an American comes home, it's a good day. It's a good day. It's a good day for the country, should be a good day for the country. Now, part of the problem here is that Paul Whelan, a former United States Marine who has been held captive nearly four years in Russia, is still being held captive in Russia. A deal could not be worked out between the United States, the Biden administration, the State Department, and Russia for Paul Whelan's freedom. So again, Brittany Griner, we're talking a couple of months. Paul Whelan's been there for four years in non-ideal conditions, in a penal colony somewhere in the rural parts of Russia. And so what's happened today is this has turned into, what about Paul? What about Paul? Why isn't Paul Whelan coming home? Paul Whelan's the one that loves America. Why is Brittany Griner coming home? Because Brittany Griner has spoken out against social injustices in the United States, like many people of color have over the last couple of years. Now, 
I want to play Brittany Griner's wife, who was at the White House. Um, Brandon had his press conference today to announce Brittany Griner uh, being freed from uh, Russian captivity. And so uh, they had Brittany Griner's wife at the White House. And this is what Brittany Griner's wife had to say upon the release of Brittany Griner. So over the last nine months, you all have been... um so privy to one of the darkest moments of my life. And so today I'm just standing here um, overwhelmed with emotions, but the most important emotion that I have right now is just sincere gratitude um, for President Biden and his entire administration. Um, He just mentioned this work is not easy and it has not been. There's been so many hands involved. And so I'd like to take a moment to just specifically mention a few. Uh, Vice President Harris, Secretary Blinken, Jake Sullivan, Joss Geltzer from the National Security Council, Roger Cartson and Fletcher Schoen from the Hostage Envoys Office. Um, a special thank you to Governor Richardson and Mickey, um, the Mercury Players, the WNB PA for your advocacy. And also, um, you guys may not know this, but um, my family has been tremendously supported by the Washington um, agency, BG's agent, um, Lindsay Colas, has just been amazing for me and my family throughout this process. So um, today my family is whole, but as you all are aware, there's so many other families who are not whole. And so BG's not here to say this, but I will gladly speak on her behalf and say that BG and I will remain committed to the work of getting every American home, including Paul, whose family is in our hearts today as we celebrate BG being home. We do understand that there are still people out here who are enduring what I endured the last nine months of missing tremendously their loved ones. So thank you everybody for your support. Um, And today is just a happy day for me and my family. So um, I'm going to smile right now. (laughs) Um, Thank you. So I thought that was significant that within all of that, Brittany Griner's wife did mention Paul Whelan and the Whelan family. Totally. They are completely aware and probably looking ahead knew what some of the reaction was going to be, the what about Paul. Now, um, as Biden put it today, the goalposts have been moved big time when it comes to Paul Whelan and what it came down to, according to TJ Quinn of ESPN, State Department sources told him that Russia made it clear that it was going to be Brittany Griner for Victor Bout or nothing at all. They were not going to be able to negotiate. And in fact, this had been a done deal since last Thursday, but American news networks decided not to report it because the Biden administration told them that this is such a fragile negotiation that any preliminary report could blow this entire thing up. So as you can tell, behind the scenes, things are real, real tense right now. It is devastating that Paul Whelan is still... And let's, let's be clear. He's being held hostage. He's, he's being held on espionage charges, part of a 19-year prison sentence in Russia for a crime he says that he didn't commit and for a crime that the United States says that he did not commit. Brittany Griner was arrested for one ounce of hashish oil that she was given legally in the United States for chronic pain. She has claimed the entire time it was accidental. She did not know she had it with her. It was accidental. She went into the country, and she got nine years for what in Russia is typically 15 days in jail for a punishment. In my world, and again, I understand that when we're talking about the U.S. and the Russia and Russia and relations and uh, 
captivity, hostage taking, who loves America, who doesn't love America, and all that nonsense. I mean, social media is a cesspool today, and I understand that it is very touch and go with these conversations. But for me, this is just me, Ken Levicka speaking. When an American who's been held hostage, and quite honestly, in my world, I don't care who's given up. I just don't. And this is selfish of me. But I highly doubt the merchant of death at some point is going to touch my life in any way significantly by selling arms to Colombia, which is where he was, what he was arrested for. If one American who's held hostage can come back, and again, I don't care who's set free to get that person back, it's a good day. That, that's how I'll put it. I think it's a, a good day. What do you make of that, Jeanette? The, this Brittany Griner situation, Paul Whelan, and uh, sort of this discourse on social media. Because again, I think it's pretty cut and dry. An American's coming home, and that's a good thing. And then you continue to dig in to try and get Paul Whelan, this other Russian hostage, back to the United States. Okay, so it is super unfortunate that Brittany Griner was detained on something so small Mm -hmm. and sentenced nine years for it. That would that's not fair, unjustified and not cool. But my stance and again, I, I, I hope I don't offend anybody with this. Russia's not known to be open to substances. When you travel anywhere, what's the first thing you do? What can you bring in? What can you not bring in? What can you do what's not allowed? Now, she claims she didn't know she had it. Of course, anybody who is detained is going to say that. I didn't know four beers was going to influence me this much and get me behind the wheel, and now I have a DUI. Of course, everybody who's in some sort of law enforcement trouble, especially in such a terrible country like Russia is, politically speaking. Mm-hmm. There's probably, I don't know. So there's that. And now, I am happy she's home. I do, would never wish that upon anybody to have a beloved family member. So I have a sister who is currently stationed in Abu Dhabi Mm -hmm. in the Air Force. Mm -hmm. When she did her research of going to the country, she knew what she can do, what she cannot do. She's in the military. And it, I live perpetually just scared that she's going to accidentally break a law over there and she's going to be whatever arrested because you have no idea. Completely different situations. Now, Abu Dhabi is an ally. Like it, it, she, she's in some place that is going to, uh, you know. Yeah, but they travel, they go out. Sometimes right. they leave base. If you have no idea. And if she does go outside the UAE, then she does open Absolutely. herself up. Absolutely. Yeah. She it. took a trip to Dubai. Got it. And I was like, girl, rules in Dubai are very different than what we have here in the United States, gratefully. I mean, what we have here. So when I put together side by side, you have this guy. I did a. Uh, I don't want to even want to say his Victor, Victor Bout. Victor Bout, the merchant he, of death. Yeah, he literally gave weapons mm-hmm. to terrorist groups, mm-hmm. to terrorist groups that we have sent our own family members into death defending our country and our rights for. And we're letting him back out for a basketball player. 
When you have somebody else, and I don't care politically what you believe about Paul, Paul, he gave up his life for this country as well. Just as Victor has done for that too. Mm -hmm. But I think one, this was absolutely politically used by both sides, by the states and by Russia. Well, obviously, you're right. Russia I mean, they, knew who they had. They Russia knew who they had a superstar. Well, they're taking so, hostages for absolutely. But also, you have to sit back and think what the states did, politically speaking, too. Now, and I vote blue. But I'm looking at this from a side by side. Like, what is Victor compared to Brittany and Paul? So, the way I and again, I'm no no. And I'm trying so hard to put this eloquently because I don't no, want to be trending no, on it's, social. I think over it's no a bad word. But it's it's it's. I think it's important to talk through it because. I think what happens sometimes, though, is we something on its face looks unequal, but we also look through things a lot of times in a sports lens, and we see a lot. This is this is on social media. What I have, what I have noticed, this, is that a lot of people are treating this as if it's a trade in the NBA. Okay, but hostage negotiations. And dealings between hostile nations are significantly different than two GMs on the phone trying to work out a trade that's going to work with the salary cap, right? Like, yes, does it seem uneven that someone that has all of these charges and is alleged to be setting up terrorist organizations to kill Americans, does that seem really bad on its face for old Brittany Griner? Maybe. But again, an American, an American who... who was wrongfully detained. I don't care. It, it, she, she made a mistake. She's still wrongfully detained nine years for an ounce of hashish oil, okay? Sometimes when you're negotiating, you have got to give up something. And this is what I'm assuming. Again, I don't know anything about anything when it comes to the State Department and their dealings. But if you want to get an American back, you got to give the country what they want within reason. And you know that if it wasn't Brandon and it was the previous president, who did that, you know what, there'd be praise from the same people crapping on it today and probably crapping on it from the people that are praising it today, right? So this, this, this breaks down partisan lines as well. And so everything seems to be extremely jaded by that political lens when at the end of the day, isn't it significant that an American, a young American who still has a lot to provide in her life and in her profession is no longer being held hostage by Russia? Like, can't that be left that is about at the bottom line? Yes, absolutely. And again, I'm happy she's home. I feel terrible for the anxiety that her and her family have had to live through the past nine months. I do not wish that upon anybody. But the energy from both countries are not the same right now. We let somebody back out who has helped in the assistance of murdering people all over the world. Specifically, or attempting to. He gave guns to terrorists. He helped, he helped that process. I mean, this is going to sound like a what about, but I mean, in this very country, the next school shooter is putting together a manifesto to post on Reddit. Like, it, sure. Uh, you know, like, I'm not trying to be no, I love that. dark here. I love that. Um, this, is from, this is from the Whelan family. This is a release. This was sent out this morning after uh, the Brittany Griner announcement was made. This is Paul Whelan's family. Quote, there is no greater success than for a wrongful detainee to be freed and for them to go home. 
The Biden administration made the right decision to bring Ms. Griner home and to make the deal that was possible rather than waiting for the one that wasn't going to. I, that is unbelievable grace on the Whelan family's part. For sure. I mean, could you imagine? Well, they... And it seems desperate because, like, Jeanette, I, I think, and where I'm on the same wavelength as you, is that it seems like, at this point, there's almost nothing that can be done to bring Paul Whelan home. But, like... But they jumped through hoops to get Brittany Griner home. But they didn't. They gave up one detainee. I was going to say you can't say that necessarily. Like, they, they negotiated to try and not make sure that Victor Bout was sent back to Russia, but ultimately, Russia held fast, and so the United States said, okay, we need to get at least one of them back. It's a sacrifice, and it sucks. It sucks it had to come down to a sacrifice. But I keep going back to having one back is better than having none back. Like that, that's just the way, the way I look at it. And, and what I'll say, too, Jeanette, is your sister in the UAE and going to Dubai I understand you being concerned, but I'm telling you, what, those are very, and Vivi has been to Dubai, uh, and she can speak to it. Those are very westernized by Middle Eastern standards. And so, like, I, you are awesome being a concerned sister, but it also is, that's probably going to be he in the Middle East. I don't know my sister. Uh, <laughs> I, I understand that, but it, I, I, <laughs> Jeanette has the smirk on her face, yes. But it is the most United <laughs> States, one of the most United States friendly I'm situations for she's going to be. Like, we like to venture, and we like to do fun things. No, I, I understand. I understand. How how do you feel about Brittany Griner and the exchange? Brittany Griner is coming back to the United States. Victor Bout is being sent back to Russia. Meanwhile, Paul Whelan remains in Russia. Where are you on this? How does this make you feel? I'm curious. And I think we can have an adult conversation about this and not have it devolve, just like Jeanette and I just had an adult conversation. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And on Twitter, at KLV1063. That's 888-760-3776. Again, for me, and this is for me, there's an American back as opposed to no Americans back. That's the way I look at it. That's the way I look at it. Sean is in Palm Beach Garden. Sean's on Ken Levick Alive. Hey, Sean. How you guys doing? Uh, and I, I, I spent so much with, with, you know, Jeanette and her sister. I, I kind of feel the same way that she does. And to give to give reference on the, the, the barbecue tailgate champion from earlier, I'm just calling back. I yeah. drive around a lot. So. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so in reference to the Brittany Griner, I, I have full respect for the Americans, the government's standpoint. But at the same time, I only hope that at the end of the day, Something is provided on behalf of the NBA or Britain on a standpoint towards some kind of reform or some kind of, some kind of a reconciliation for for what we have given as far as this this terrorist or this not terrorist it's a, it's a wrong word and I I, I know it's a bad word but the giving up of, of the arms dealer what are we going to get in return for this as far as what we what we have given you know I know she's getting out. And I know that that's we're, we're we're saving a human life and someone who is no longer being held hostage. Like and and appreciate I, the call, but this is not a sports trade. This is not a sports trade. We're not trying to match value. Yeah, I would say what the value. That's what negotiations are, and they use the word negotiation in the article. So how are we supposed to perceive this? We get one human, we release one who perpetuates murdering. Okay, and then you have one innocent person who has their life saved. Like. Fine. 
a an arms dealer or a human life who was wrongfully detained. Like to it, me, that seems fair. Yeah, the most important thing that uh, I think you said that most people can relate with is the fact that Victor Bout most likely will most likely will never affect our day-to-day life. No, and, and, and that's so, something to can take into consideration if right. you're asking where the value is. Well, you're giving the arms dealer, you're afraid of the arms dealer, what's he going to do to your daily life? Yes, he may take other human lives, but I mean, it's, 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 it's your daily selfish. life. He already took a bunch of lives it, when he provided arms to the Taliban and we had to go fight them. I understand. It's very, very selfish. Very, very selfish of us to say, well, this dude's not going to show up to my door. I mean, he's certainly a threat to probably our armed forces. On face value, it is, yes. Um, and that's my day to day. And, I, and I, I completely recognize that. I completely recognize that. But. Again, we're talking about an innocent American. It was either Brittany Griner or nothing at all. Or nothing at all. Bottom line. Like, they they were not going to, they were not going to let Brittany Griner even come home. And if you want to. Victor Bott was. This was, we're going to let two Americans rot away in a penal colony because a guy with a a nickname, the Merchant of Death, uh, is going to be the sticking point. And so if you really want to get down to it, Victor affects my day-to-day more than Brittany does. Let me ask you, though. Did, did you know who Victor Bot was before this morning? <laughs> no. Right. And that's what I'm saying. Is Which like, is because he was detained and he was safe and I didn't have to worry it's about not, affecting it's my not. day-to-day. I don't it's think not. it is, though. It's not. It's like, the, it's like, and there was even a movie made about him and multiple books <laughs> written about him and we didn't know who Victor Bot was. 100%. It's a really good point. Uh, before it's we, like this is Osama bin Laden. Uh, exactly. He just helped the Taliban who bin Laden was I, it, it, and that is a, a salient and but solid to his, point. To his point, there where, was a relationship between him and the Taliban. You're exactly right. But to, to Ken, it, it is, it, I, I don't want to use the word laughable, but to show passion about it today, Jeanette, and having not a clue who he was in the past is, is a little off, right? Like there's credibility there, and that's a little off. And I only, before we do have to get to a break, I, I do want to touch on one thing. And I, I know I share a lot of the same feelings with a lot of people here, but God, I hate to take it. I don't know if Sean let it out there, but Jeanette, you said it earlier, but. To, to say that you need to understand the laws before you go into a country and stuff like that. First of all, she plays basketball, so she probably makes that trip from the U.S. to Russia weekly, bi-weekly. I can guarantee you that weed pen was in her bag for the entire basketball season. It yeah. just slipped up one time. Maybe she had a water bottle in there, something where they, it did trigger because most of the time, those little weed pens that these kids carry around doesn't trigger anything. So this was normal life for her. She wasn't trying to sneak in the weed pen. No, she's brought the weed pen over to Russia plenty of times, dozens, hundreds of times already. So to get busted, it had nothing to do with the weed or breaking the law. It was just that this was the one time that it happened and that Russia could use that as kind of the reason, quotations, of why they're going to detain her. I just can't get down with that. you got to know the laws. before. No, come on, come on. No, she was bringing that pen with her everywhere she went. It was normal. It was like her phone, basically, to her. So to use that as a thing and, and try to deem Brittany Grimer as breaking the law, I think that's laughable. Uh, let's go to Butch in West Palm. Hey, Butch. Hey, how's it going? What's going on? Listen, I want to first commend you guys for bringing up an issue that I think is very important and not only just going glazing across it with the sports an, uh, analogies, but the, the, the deeperness, the deepness of it. Yeah. My only opinion is that um, the individual that was left behind, the Marine that was left behind, I have a feeling if they wanted Victor Bouton bad enough, they could negotiate it for him. And here's my, here's my analogy to that, is that this is a gentleman who, worked, who was in the military, served his country. He then was taken wrongfully, as you were saying, Brittany Griner was, but he had a loyalty to the United States, and you know, we all know, we've all heard, we've read how Brittany Griner has a certain disdain for the United States. 
Well, so I, I think she, that's she, but like, can I can I push back on that? I don't think it's disdain for the United States. I think it is her exercising a constitutional right. Absolutely, okay. because her constitutional right here in the United States, she doesn't have the same rights in Russia, and I think she found that out. Whether you know the gentleman just before said that the fact is that you know she probably had that pen with her the whole time. Mm-hmm. The problem that he doesn't understand: drug smugglers run drugs all the time. Not saying she was. But it's that time that they just run across it, that vape pen didn't hit 99 out of 100 times. It hits this time. Well, that's when laws kick in. And unfortunately for her and for anybody who goes to another country that doesn't know the laws, and, you know, I think it's, a, you know, ignorance is not an excuse here in the United States. I feel it's probably the same everywhere else, that she went over there and that one time out of 100, it happened. Did they take advantage of it? Absolutely. But is she a victim? Or is she somebody that violated the law of the country? That's like saying, like in the United States now, most laws are considered suggestions more than consequences right. to actions. But, uh, in and, in, in and Russia, Butch, they hold you to consequences sure, to actions. But, Butch, even in Russia, a Russian citizen isn't being sentenced to nine years in prison for Oh, there's no doubt. Lawyer. And, and we got to go. I, pro- I apologize for cutting you off. But, and, and we, this was the first time we encountered this, a disdain for America. Just because you speak out against a social construct in this country does not mean that you have a disdain for America. No, no. No, no. And I, ne- I did not mention her views about this country for a reason. Right. right. That's not fair. Right. All right. We'll take a break. Stone's getting mad. He, she's Jeanette Javier, the Dominican Queen. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. From the right. Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken Levick Alive. On ESPN 106.3. I think financial. Hey, community, they need your help at I Think Financial. Donate today. Support the I Think Community Foundation. The I Think Community Foundation's mission, improve the lives of children and families in our communities. Each year, the I Think Community Foundation hosts jingle bells at the branches where children in need can come and enjoy activities, holiday treats, and a special guest appearance right from the North Pole. Donate at ithinkfi.org slash foundation or show support by purchasing a Jingle Bells icon at your nearest branch. Visit ithinkfi.org slash locations. Find your branch or call 800-873-5100. I want to make sure that I I address this because yesterday we we talked about um, we were talking about panhandlers and we were talking about those less fortunate in Palm Beach County. You could, oh, Jeanette, we'll do this tomorrow when we can have some actual time to do it. But yeah. Jeanette, out of the goodness of her heart, compiled a list of different services in Palm Beach County that uh, the less fortunate can um, and, and those that are really struggling. It's resources. Uh, resources to to get a hold of in order to help them in order to make things easier because I definitely, I think, was taken to task, and rightfully so, yesterday for how I treated panhandlers or some of the things I was saying about panhandlers when in reality people need help. People need help, and they're desperate, and so I think this is a very, very good thing. Did you? What did you do with the cookies we gave you yesterday? I did not encounter a panhandler. Okay. So they are still locked and ready, uh, ready to go. <laughs> Sit don't, on the- don't lie. They're in your stomach. They're not in my stomach. They're in my bag. I promise I'll show you. Now, but guess I, who had to bring it to him so he wouldn't yeah, leave, forget him? I forgot him. So Jeanette brought him to me. Now, they are peanut butter cookies. Is that disrespectful if I give a panhandler those? Why? Of course not. Yeah, I don't know. People, how, how do people feel about... And they're grandma's cookies. Like, that brand is fire. Peanut butter's high on uh, protein. It's got like, some True. carbohydrates Filling. in there. Yeah, no, Nutri- right. Nutrition. Not as probably appreciated as a jar full of cheese balls, but and it's unique. they're pretty good. 
Um, by the way, Mike tweets in, why are you assuming Paul Whelan is innocent? You should probably read up on what happened first. I'm just saying. Listen, Paul Whelan and the United States of America say he is innocent of espionage. Okay? I am going to, especially when Russia is involved, stand with the American. Like that that's that's Oh, that's so crazy. That's the way I'm going to put it. I thank you for that. But I don't I don't know what else to say to that. All right. We'll talk to you tomorrow. That's Jeanette. That's Stone. I'm Ken. Bye-bye. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. You know, two more names that I thought of during the break that have never won, but active athletes who have never won a championship. What is, what is... To the, the common fan, the common observer, the most prestigious soccer championship in the entire sport. World Cup. The World Cup. Uh, that's all preference, but I guess let's go World Cup. What's bigger? There's nothing bigger than mm. the World Cup. What's bigger than the World Cup? N- you cannot nothing, say gold nothing by default, but I think to the players, like there are some others that, I, that but mean I a little think, more. I think any, any player would say, though, that winning a title for their country for their, is their greatest accomplishment. Like, forget yeah. winning it like Manchester United or a Champions League trophy. Like, that stuff's great. But the World Cup is... When you play, when you're from a nation that has the capability to win the World Cup, that's your greatest achievement. And don't we have to put Lionel Messi in this discussion? Mm-hmm. He's won every conceivable club championship known to man at Barcelona. He's won the Champions League multiple times. All He's the won Copa boots. America. He's the Tom Brady all the of soccer boots. with all the records and the titles and everything. Except Argentina under him have never won the World Cup. And the window's closing. Well, is, is this might be his say last one. Like, yeah. This yeah, we're saying the, the window is most definitely closing. He's about to come spend his everyday life here in Miami, in Inter South Miami. Florida. Inter Miami. How huge. difficult are tickets going to be for that? We better get going now. Man. Fort Lauderdale's never seen such stardom. I would love it. Not since Stone Roll through America, America's hey. backyard. I, w- I cannot wait. Isn't that your place? I was going to say, no. Stone, no. America's backyard's mine. That's Jeanette's territory. Yeah. So get the heck out of here. <laughs> America's backyard, the bar? Yeah. Yeah, oh, wait, very, are we talking about the old one or the new one? You can have the new one, but the old one that wait. had the bar pool in the middle? Very, uh... <laughs> yeah, that's who you'd find me Very, very casually have been to there plenty of times. <laughs> the new one? Yeah. Yeah, it's not the same. Okay. I had I, I didn't mean to offend Jeanette over America's backyard. I didn't even know there was a new one. Um, it's oh, disgusting. And, and Cristiano Ronaldo. Yeah. He's won a Euro title. He has won numerous Champions League and club championships at Real Madrid, but he's never won the World Cup, and they are both in the round of 16. One are quarterfinals. One is playing, though, Messi. The other looks like he's been benched because he's a whiny turd, and that's Ronaldo. Yeah, but Portugal looks really good, though. What? I, I, I'd say they look better than Argentina right now. What if, what if Portugal, who looked so much better without Ronaldo playing, what if they win the World Cup with Ronaldo being a non-factor. He doesn't play in the quarters or in the semis or in the final. 
and they play out of their minds and win the World Cup. What do we say about Cristiano Ronaldo? What does that do to his legacy? Yeah, one thing, he would have to go radio silent, and I think the internet would break. Yeah. Like, we would all let loose on Not him. Not to mention, with all this talk of live golf and how they've sold out and how they support um, human rights violations, all those golfers, guess whose next club is in Saudi Arabia getting paid Saudi money? Guess who? Mr. Uh, C7. Uh-huh, CR7 himself, Cristiano Ronaldo. Boy, that legacy's falling off a cliff. <laughs> it's teetering that line, walking on thin ice. That. Good sweet Lord. But I will say his abs, still impeccable. He's, he's not that attractive. I'm you sorry. Keep that. You keep doing that. This Wait, is a bit for you. you it's don't... the garbage, <laughs> no. most Wait, worst no, no, bit no, no, you've no, ever done. You think she's just being a contrarian? Yeah, no. I do. One no. I know for no, a fact no, she's no. being a contrarian. You don't think no, Ronaldo's don't think that good that, looking? No, I don't. If Cristiano Ronaldo walked by our studio right now, you would literally faint. I would. If Ronaldo walked by our studio right now, I'd run out and hump his leg. Yeah, instead, it's the. uh, Mm -hmm. Instead, you're going on dates with Tesla drivers with porn stashes. I mean, where are we we drawing the line? That's actually a really solid point. (laughs) Astute. (laughs) Astute from Stone. I forgot about him, Stone. Oh, my God. (laughs) We're sitting here trashing Cristiano Ronaldo. Like, we're not going to accept that at all. Ronaldo next to Jimmy G. I take Jimmy Okay, G. okay, But okay. Ronaldo next to J.J. Redick. All right, but it's clear you have, you have a type. But Ronaldo next to Tom Brady. Yeah, and now we're talking about a one specific Brady. woman's type. It's just not fair. You can't do that. Stone and I are going to argue Jimmy G and 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 um, J.J. Redick, but it's clear you have a type. Yes, boy. Duh. But you, you mean to tell me if... I would look at Ronaldo, but would I be like, oh, my God, like I am with Jimmy G? <laughs> would just... I be posting weekly... <laughs> Appreciation post like yes, I do you with would. Jimmy G on my Instagram? Yes, you would. No, it's just a contrarian in you. You don't want to post. Ronaldo. You don't want to have all the Ronaldo stuff already on your social media timelines. You don't want to add on to it. You think I, you're doing something with the JJ Reddick. It's just a contrarian take. Physically speaking, I take Messi over Ronaldo. We and know you're messy. Get over yourself. <laughs> I Terrible. tell this to, to Deportes all the time. I will take Messi standing side by side over Ronaldo. Really? A hundred percent. What about and, Lionel Messi is more attractive than Cristiano Ronaldo? Ronaldo's too much of a pretty boy. Like I don't like. I hate it. I hate it. I hate that. And I told you the same thing about the this Rock. This can't be real. The Rock, I don't find that attractive because it's another. Because he's too much of a pretty boy. For it's me. another contrarian take. No. So wait, no, do you do you not, not do you not like muscles? I do like muscles. I appreciate it. But you them. think The Rock is just too much. What if The Rock was built like, I don't know, Lionel Messi? I don't know. He'd maybe. be a little, a mole. He'd look like a little yeah, troll. Yeah, he would look weird, really right? weird. Because like, The Rock has a big old head. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> a Lionel Messi is not an attractive man. I mean, he's just not. He, I think He's probably shorter than me and Ken, and we're not very tall guys. It's the era of the short kings, though. No, I understand that, but and, and he is a rich short king, and he is the greatest soccer player of all time. I'd say, yeah, but if like, there's a short king I'm going to go for. I feel confident. I think Stone's in the same, uh, the, 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 the same neighborhood with me on this. We can objectively look at another man and say, you know what, that's a good-looking dude. I do it every day. Yeah. I, I have no shame in admitting that. I can look at a dude and be like, that is a handsome and, man. Lionel Messi does not pass that <laughs> test. And, and here's where Jeanette would go wrong. Here's the contrarian side. Here's where you'd get exposed. If Ronaldo came off of his boat one time and they snapped a pick and his hair was all messy <laughs> and he was wearing baggy shorts, 
You'd be like, oh my God, look at Harry Styles uh, Sr. Uh, like, you know, ew, if he pulled like, off that. Know. Harry but no, Styles because, is not my job. But because he's got the hair. No, I'm saying the hair, as in like the loose hair, looks like he yeah. doesn't care because he's not a pretty boy. Yeah. It's just, you're easily exposed. Maybe in a he situation had a little five like o'clock shadow. Exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, no, no, it's a no for Ronaldo. That is stunning to me. No for Ronaldo. That is and absolutely the rock. stunning. It's not stunning because she's not serious. I'm super serious. You, you really think I it's a bit? I have been saying it's this a bit. for years. <laughs> the bit. It's like no, it's not. It's like me fa- being a fan of Taylor Heineke. It's like you know what? I, I don't actually root for the guy, <laughs> yeah. but I like to see him win right, some right, games. Right, sure, sure. No, it's not a bit. It's really real. Uh, speaking of what I wish was a bit with Stone, but it's actually as authentic as could possibly be. Guess who might start tonight? Thursday night football for the L.A. Rams. You want to say it, Stone? Baker. Reagan Mayfield. Johnny Wofford, the starting quarterback for the Rams on the active roster, is having some neck pain right now. Here he goes. So Baker Mayfield is going to go through pregame warm-ups. Shannon Sharp used this quote, and I love it. Who are you taking a guy? A guy who's played in the NFL already this season? Over two street free agents than Johnny Wofford, Bryce Perkins, and whoever else they got right now. I think Baker's got a real shot. They're six-and-a-half-point underdogs. I think I might throw a little chunk of change on my boy Bakey Bake. (laughs) Did you bet my 60 bucks? I, I will, actually, Should right I, now. I'm telling you. All right, fine. It's I his don't money, lose I guess. money, because no, remember, right, if right. I lose, it's his money. It's I'm going to get nice three crisp 20s tomorrow okay. on my desk, on so, my side of the table. Yeah. 60 is going to win a little under $200, and I think that profit could go a long way. So I will a, buy you a beer at Stormhouse beautiful, Brewery. Beautiful. What's that winning? So the guy who can't throw 25 yards, the dude from Virginia, mm-hmm. he's the starter, right? Bryce Perkins? Well, actually, it's listed John Walford right now. Oh, Walford's the number one now? Yeah. So Perkins lost his job because he can't throw the ball 30 yards. Bingo. Got it. So Walford has, he's the one with the neck pain. Yes. So what the Rams are saying potentially is that Baker Mayfield, who, has anybody reported that Baker Mayfield could give it a go? 100%. Oh, who? I mean, everybody that reports anything. I mean, I'm looking at like NFL on ESPN, like oh, as okay. far as the oh, name. No, no, no. I, no, I was just wondering. I just wanted to make sure. That, yeah. Like, okay. They said the the plan from that Sean you McVay. You praying for it, that it was actually something that was possible. Yeah, for sure. So the plan this from Sean. This like a, uh, a a Stone Lebanon with no. fever dream hope. Get okay. him in the chapel with a rosary. No. Rosary. Sean McVay said this morning that they're going to go through pregame warmups. Okay. And if Walford's neck is bothering him, Baker will get the knob. Wow. I know. Wow. I may be posing as confident, but I've never been more nervous in my entire life. Because <laughs> this guy's under a bigger and uh, sharper lensed microscope than he ever has been his oh, entire man. career. And you can do 60. Stone, Stone just said he's never been more nervous in his life for anything <laughs> than the prospect of Baker Mayfield starting for the Rams tonight on Thursday night football against the Raiders. Love you it. are so sad sometimes. They're at SoFi. Bakey gets a fresh start. New offensive coordinator. Bakey. Gets the L.A. women walking around, even though I'm pretty sure he's engaged and stuff. But I think he's, he's married. 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 You know, a step up from, from, from well, the engagement. Well, it's the same thing, according but to Stone, remember? I'm oh, yeah, that's true. I'm that's excited true. for the opportunity. I think Jess got real mad at him, too, when he came home that night, when he, when he thought that getting engaged and getting married were the same thing. Yeah, you know, a simple slip up there. Oh, I never asked you, by the way. I never asked you. Uh, Jess's birthday was last week. What'd you do for her? It was November 29th. So, yeah, it was uh, so um, last week. A couple weeks. We, we, we actually went out. Keep a, This is tough here. Um, well, we, we went out on the town. Me and her and I got her a lot of good gifts. But what as, town? As far as, far as. What town? As we, we came down here to the 561. We, we were in Jupiter and we spent most of the okay. night down here and stuff. And I got her really good gifts. So I'm just laughing, thinking about some of the. 
some of the uh, you know the, the night, but it was a really good birthday. And I got a lot of good presents. I think I did well as a boyfriend. Okay, that sounds really. <laughs> weird. I don't know if I should ask. Yeah, more something questions. seems a little cloudy. Oh, no, you guys this. just sprung it up on me, and I just had like good memories. Like it was a really good birthday for her. <laughs> I had good memory. All right, that's fine. How long have you guys been together? Um, we're going on five years. Why mm. are you being so six evasive on this? Did you get engaged? Six uh, six years, I think. I believe. Um, no, we did not get okay, engaged. Because he, I thought he was avoiding that. I thought he was just steamrolling through that. Kevin and I just gave the look like <laughs> we were about to lose our <laughs> Oh, my God. You almost had to press that Oh, my God. I yeah, on the same I, day where I get my certificate of scamming the government and, and we talk about our trophies, yeah, I, would, if I you think I would bring up my ring. Would, would, yeah. <laughs> if, you, if you do get engaged, you would tell us, right? You wouldn't, like, hide it from people? Oh, my God, yeah. Okay. Of course. Because Jeanette and I legitimately, when you steamrolled through my question, we legitimately <laughs> thought that... That had happened. I. You guys would I know. still am not having I'm my. Not, I'm not you guys, you I'm guys still having my doubts I'm right now. I'm gonna DM her right now. <laughs> yeah, DM her and just see what's up. Be like, hey, how was your engagement? Congrats. Yeah, just say Let's that. See what she says. See okay. what she says. Hey, Please say that. I'm on my way. There's also the chance that that might get stoned in trouble. TBD. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care is a team of skilled orthopedic uh, sports medicine surgeons and specialists that specialize in surgical and non-surgical treatments to get you back to what you love. Don't put off seeing a doctor. Visit baptisthealth.net slash ortho today for more information. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care combines its resources of experienced physicians, leading-edge treatments, and technology to provide advanced orthopedic foot and ankle, joint replacement, spine, and sports medicine care. Visit baptisthealth.net slash ortho for more information. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care is offices conveniently located in Palm Beach County through the Florida Keys. Learn more by visiting baptisthealth.net slash ortho. Jeanette has DM'd Jess, Stone's girlfriend. Ma'am! All, all uh, caps. Congrats, are you engaged? <laughs> Stone's going to get in so much You'll trouble. We'll see how that one plays out. <laughs> see, see how that one goes. <laughs> yeah. I'm not convinced that. Oh, we'll be right back now. after this with a thrilling conclusion to Is Stone Engaged? The new segment here on Ken Levick Alive. That's Jeanette Javier, the Dominican Queen. She's prying. I'm Ken Levick. I'm as complicit as Jeanette. <laughs> and we're live on ESPN 1063. <laughs> From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Ah, that is accurate. Thursday, but it feels like a Friday. Because this has been damned chaos for an hour and 25 minutes at this point. By the way, I'm serious. March 3rd, March 4th, I really want to go to the Lineman Olympics here in the great state, free state of Florida. Where? Where? Uh... I should look that up. I know it's in the state. I would I, l- love to do a broadcast from there. I want to see these dudes. I hope it's down here in South Florida or Orlando. This sounds like a Central Florida thing, right? It does. <laughs> Everybody meet at the median. Yeah, like the, the linemen Olympics, the electrical workers going up and competing. That sounds like a total Central Florida thing. Of course, happen. because, and I feel like Orlando would be the meeting place oh, because totally. everything surrounding Orlando yeah. com- is completely empty and swampy. Exactly. But I'm, I'm serious. Ever since Phil and Boynton told us he won a medal, he won a trophy. What is it called? In the Lineman Olympics. Uh, it's the Florida uh, Lineman Competition or something. He called it a rodeo. Yeah, he called it a rodeo, the Lineman Rodeo. But these dudes are doing electrical work 50 feet in the air for trophies. It's amazing. I love that. You know what else I love? South Florida Fair. Tis the season together with family and friends. It's holiday time. There is no better gift than the gift of the South Florida Fair. 
The season to give, the season to create everlasting memories. Make those memories last with tickets to the South Florida Fair. Your kids, your family, they're going to love it. It's a no-brainer, tickets to the South Florida Fair. And right now, if you're the gift giver, discount tickets on sale at Publix and online at SouthFloridaFair.com. South Florida Fair, it opens January 13th, West Palm Beach, South Florida Fairgrounds. And this year, the South Florida Fair is dynamite because who doesn't love dinosaurs? Jeanette and I are on the record as saying brontosauruses, they are the easiest to draw. The and they're big and plant-eating and adorable. Dinosaurs taking over the fair. Maybe you like raptors. They're going to be there. Not for real because that would be terrifying. But you'll see interactive displays, <laughs> educational exhibits, dino encounters, an excavation zone, and so much more. It's the South Florida Fair, presumably with brontosauruses. Opening January 13th in West Palm Beach. Discount tickets at SouthFloridaFair.com. That's the South Florida Fair. SouthFloridaFair.com. It starts January 13th. Fun fact about the South Florida Fair. What's that? My first pageant ever, Miss South Florida Fair. Oh, wow. So you've got history with the fair. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's where it all began. Uh, first time I ever had fried cheesecake was at the South Florida Fair. So Ooh. also history Same there thing. as well. Yeah. Same thing. <laughs> <laughs> Historic. Uh-huh. Uh, so there's no way to dip your toe into this, so we're just going to have to dive uh, right into this. The story of the day. We're not, we, we, we weren't avoiding this. We just didn't want to do this right, right away with the show. But Brittany Griner has been released by Russian authorities uh, after a couple of weeks into her nine-year sentence for an ounce of of hashish oil that was found on her as she was going to play uh, in Russia during the WNBA offseason. This has been, uh, for, for many, a victory because, quite simply, an American is coming home. An American who is held captive unfairly against her will is coming home. And so, of course... Uh, President Biden, uh, he's he's taken a victory lap over this. Um, the United States, uh, several politicians, the State Department, they've taken their victory lap over this. And Brittany Griner is is coming back from Russia and will be in the States in just a couple of hours. We'll go through a medical examination and uh, presumably that crisis has now come to an end. The United States did swap a captive for Brittany Griner, and it is Victor Bout. If anybody has ever seen uh, Lord of War starring Nicolas Cage, that film is about Victor Bout, who also has the nickname The Merchant of Death. He is a an arms dealer, and he was held captive and charged with many, many crimes, including uh, supplying weapons to terrorist organizations uh, that the United States then um, translated that as an attempt to kill Americans. And so he has been held captive for years and years and years in the United States. Russia uh, said, you're going to give him up or you're not getting Brittany Griner back. And so the United States did that. So for me, it's obviously, and I think Americans should feel good that an American is coming home after being held captive in Russia. That country... Um, that political pawn she was being used as, it was gross, it was unfair, and a nine-year penalty for that, it clearly was Brittany Griner being used as a bargaining chip against the United States. And you know what? For me, if an American comes home, it's a good day. It's a good day. It's a good day for the country, should be a good day for the country. Now, part of the problem here 
is that Paul Whelan, a former United States Marine who has been held captive nearly four years in Russia, is still being held captive in Russia. A deal could not be worked out between the United States, the Biden administration, the State Department, and uh, Russia for Paul Whelan's freedom. So again, Brittany Griner, we're talking a couple of months. Paul Whelan's been there for four years in non-ideal conditions, in a penal colony somewhere in the rural parts of Russia. And so what's happened today is this has turned into, what about Paul? What about Paul? Why isn't Paul Whelan coming home? Paul Whelan's the one that loves America. Why is Brittany Griner coming home? Because Brittany Griner has spoken out against social injustices in the United States, like many people of color have over the last couple of years. Now, I want to play Brittany Griner's wife, who was at the White House. Um, Brandon had his press conference today to announce Brittany Griner uh, being freed from uh, Russian captivity. And so... Uh, they had Brittany Griner's wife at the White House, and this is what Brittany Griner's wife had to say upon the release of Brittany Griner. So over the last nine months, you all have been um, so privy to one of the darkest moments of my life, and so today I'm just standing here um, overwhelmed with emotions, but the most important emotion that I have right now is just sincere gratitude um, for President Biden and his entire administration. Um, he just mentioned this work is not easy and it has not been. There's been so many hands involved. And so I'd like to take a moment to just specifically mention a few. Uh, Vice President Harris, Secretary Blinken, Jake Sullivan, Joss Geltzer from the National Security Council, Roger Cartson and Fletcher Schoen from the Hostage Envoys Office. Um, a special thank you to Governor Richardson and Mickey, um, the Mercury Players, the WNBPA for your advocacy. And also, um, you guys may not know this, but um, my family has been tremendously supported by the Washington um, agency, BG's agent, um, Lindsay Colas. It's just been amazing for me and my family throughout this process. So um, today my family is whole, but as you all are aware, there's so many other families who are not whole. And so BG's not here to say this, but I will gladly speak on her behalf and say that BG and I will remain committed to the work of getting every American home, including Paul, whose family is in our hearts today as we celebrate BG being home. We do understand that there are still people out here who are enduring what I endured the last nine months of missing tremendously their loved ones. So thank you everybody for your support. Um, and today it's just a happy day for me and my family. So um, I'm going to smile right now. <laughs> um, thank you. So I thought that was significant that within all of that, Brittany Griner's wife did mention Paul Whelan and the Whelan family. Totally. They are completely aware and probably looking ahead knew what some of the reaction was going to be. The what about Paul? Now, um, as Biden put it today, the goalposts have been moved big time when it comes to Paul Whelan. And what it came down to, according to TJ Quinn of ESPN, State Department sources told him that Russia made it clear that it was going to be Brittany Griner for Victor Bout or nothing at all. They were not going to be able to negotiate. And in fact, this had been a done deal since last Thursday, but American news networks decided not to report it because the Biden administration told them that this is such a fragile negotiation that any preliminary report could blow this entire thing up. So 
as you can tell, behind the scenes, things are real, real tense right now. It is devastating that Paul Whelan is still, and let's, let's be clear, he's being held hostage. He's, he's being held on espionage charges, part of a 19-year prison sentence in Russia for a crime he says that he didn't commit and for a crime that the United States says that he did not commit. Brittany Griner was arrested for one ounce of hashish oil that she was given legally in the United States for chronic pain. She has claimed the entire time it was accidental. She did not know she had it with her. It was accidental. She went into the country, and she got nine years for what in Russia is typically 15 days in jail for a punishment. In my world, and again, I understand that when we're talking about the U.S. and the Russia and Russia and relations and uh, captivity, hostage taking, who loves America, who doesn't love America, and all that nonsense. I mean, social media is a cesspool today, and I understand that it is very touch and go with these conversations. But for me, this is just me, Ken Levicka speaking. When an American who's been held hostage, and quite honestly, in my world, I don't care who's given up. I just don't, and this is selfish of me, but I highly doubt the merchant of death at some point is going to touch my life in any way significantly by selling arms to Colombia, which is where he was, what he was arrested for. If one American who's held hostage can come back, and again, I don't care who's set free to get that person back, it's a good day. That, that's how I'll put it. I think it's a, a good day. What do you make of that, Jeanette? The, this Brittany Griner situation, Paul Whelan, and uh, sort of this discourse on social media. Because again, I think it's pretty cut and dry. An American's coming home, and that's a good thing. And then you continue to dig in to try and get Paul Whelan, this other Russian hostage, back to the United States. <laughs> okay. So, it is super unfortunate that Brittany Griner was detained on something so small mm -hmm. and sentenced nine years for it. That would, that's not fair, unjustified, and not cool. But my stance, and again, I, I, I hope I don't offend anybody with this, but Russia's not known to be open to substances. When you travel anywhere, what's the first thing you do? What can you bring in? What can you not bring in? What can you do? What's not allowed? Now, she claims she didn't know she had it. Of course, anybody who's detained is going to say that. I didn't know four beers was going to influence me this much and get me behind the wheel, and now I have a DUI. Of course, everybody who's in some sort of law enforcement trouble, especially in such a terrible country like Russia is, politically speaking. Mm -hmm. There's probably, I don't know. So there's that. And now, I am happy she's home. I do, would never wish that upon anybody to have a beloved family member. So I have a sister who is currently stationed in Abu Dhabi mm -hmm. in the Air Force. Mm -hmm. When she did her research of going to the country, she knew what she can do, what she cannot do. And she's in the military. And it, I live perpetually just scared that she's going to accidentally break a law over there and she's going to be whatever arrested because you have no idea completely different situations now abu dhabi is an ally 
Like it, it, she, she's in some place that is going to, you know. Yeah, but they travel. They go out. Sometimes right. they leave base. If you have no idea. And if she does go outside the UAE, then she does open Absolutely. herself up. Yeah. She it. took a trip to Dubai. Got it. And I was like, girl, rules in Dubai are very different than what we have here in the United States, gratefully. I mean, what we have here. So when I put together side by side, you have this guy. And I did a. Uh, I don't want to even want to say his Victor, Victor Bout. Victor Bout, the Merchant he, of Death. Yeah, he literally gave weapons mm-hmm. to terrorist groups, mm-hmm. to terrorist groups that we have sent our own family members into death defending our country and our rights for, and we're letting him back out for a basketball player. When you have somebody else, and I don't care politically what you believe about Paul, Paul, he gave up his life for this country as well. Just as Victor has done for that too. Mm-hmm. But I think, one, this was absolutely politically used by both sides, by the states and by Russia. Well, obviously, you're right. Russia I mean, they, knew who they had. They, Russia knew who they had a superstar. Well, they're taking so, hostages for a Absolutely. Reason. But also, you have to sit back and think what the states did, politically speaking, too. Now. And I felt blue. But I'm looking at this from a side-by-side. Like, what is Victor compared to Brittany and Paul? So, the way I... And again, I'm no... no. And I'm trying so hard to put this eloquently, because I don't no, want to be trending no, on it's, social I think it's, no, b- bad words. But it's, 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 I think it's important to talk through it, because... I think what happens sometimes, though, is we, something on its face looks unequal, but we also look through things a lot of times in a sports lens. And we see a lot, this is, this is on social media, what I have, what I have noticed, is that a lot of people are treating this as if it's a trade in the NBA, okay? But hostage negotiations... And dealings between hostile nations are significantly different than two GMs on the phone trying to work out a trade that's going to work with the salary cap, right? Like, yes, does it seem uneven that someone that has all of these charges and is alleged to be setting up terrorist organizations to kill Americans, does that seem really bad on its face for old Brittany Griner? Maybe. But again, an American, an American who... who was wrongfully detained. I don't care. It, it, she, she made a mistake. She's still wrongfully detained nine years for an ounce of hashish oil, okay? Sometimes when you're negotiating, you have got to give up something. And this is what I'm assuming. Again, I don't know anything about anything when it comes to the State Department and their dealings. But if you want to get an American back, you got to give the country what they want within reason. And you know that if it wasn't Brandon and it was the previous president, who did that, you know what, there'd be praise from the same people crapping on it today and probably crapping on it from the people that are praising it today, right? So this, this, this breaks down partisan lines as well. And so everything seems to be extremely jaded by that political lens when at the end of the day, isn't it significant that an American, a young American who still has a lot to provide in her life and in her profession is no longer being held hostage by Russia? Like, did... Can't that be left that is about at the bottom line? Yes, absolutely. And again, I'm happy she's home. I feel terrible for the anxiety that her and her family have had to live through. 
the past nine months. I do not wish that upon anybody. But the energy from both countries are not the same right now. We let somebody back out who has helped in the assistance of murdering people all over the world. Specifically, or attempting to. He gave guns to terrorists. He helped, he helped that process. I mean, this is going to sound like a what about, but I mean, in this very country, the next school shooter is putting together a manifesto to post on Reddit. Like, it, sure. Uh, you know, like, I'm not trying to be no, I love that. dark here. I love that. Um, this, is from, this is from the Whelan family. This is a release. This was sent out this morning after uh, the Brittany Griner announcement was made. This is Paul Whelan's family. Quote, there is no greater success than for a wrongful detainee to be freed and for them to go home. The Biden administration made the right decision to bring Ms. Griner home and to make the deal that was possible rather than waiting for the one that wasn't going to. I, that is unbelievable grace That's on the Whelan family's part. For sure. I mean, could you imagine? Well, they... And it seems desperate because, like, Jeanette, I, I think, and where I'm on the same wavelength as you, is that it seems like, at this point, there's almost nothing that can be done to bring Paul Whelan home. But, like... But they jumped through hoops to get Brittany Griner home. But they didn't. They gave up one detainee. I was going to say you can't say that necessarily. Like, they, they negotiated to try and not make sure that Victor Bout was sent back to Russia, but ultimately... Russia held fast, and so the United States said, okay, we need to get at least one of them back. It's a sacrifice, and it sucks. It sucks it had to come down to a sacrifice. But I keep going back to having one back is better than having none back. Like that, that's just the way, the way I look at it. And, and what I'll say, too, Jeanette, is your sister in the UAE and going to Dubai, I understand you being concerned, but I'm telling you, what, those are very, and Vivi has been to Dubai uh, and she can speak to it. Those are very westernized by Middle Eastern standards. And so, I, I, you are awesome being a concerned sister. But it also is, that's probably going to be he in the Middle East. I don't know my sister. Uh, <laughs> I, I understand that. But it, I, I, <laughs> Jeanette has the smirk on her face, yes. But it is the most United <laughs> States, one of the most United States friendly I'm situations for she's going to be. Like, we like to venture and we like to do fun things no, when we venture. I, I understand. I understand. How how do you feel about Brittany Griner and the exchange? Brittany Griner is coming back to the United States. Victor Bout is being sent back to Russia. Meanwhile, Paul Whelan remains in Russia. Where are you on this? How does this make you feel? I'm curious. And I think we can have an adult conversation about this and not have it devolve, just like Jeanette and I just had an adult conversation. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And on Twitter, at KLV1063. That's 888-760-3776. Again, for me, and this is for me, there's an American back as opposed to no Americans back. That's the way I look at it. That's the way I look at it. Sean is in Palm Beach Garden. Sean's on Ken Levick Alive. Hey, Sean. How you guys doing? Uh, and I, 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 I spent so much with, with you know, Jeanette and her sister, and I, I kind of feel the same way that she does. And to give to give reference on the, the, the barbecue tailgate champion from earlier, I'm just calling back. I yeah. drive around a lot. So. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so in reference to the Brittany Griner, I have, I have full respect for the Americans, the government's standpoint, but at the same time, I only hope that at the end of the day, Something is provided on behalf of the NBA or Britain on a standpoint towards 
some kind of reform or some kind of, some kind of reconciliation for for what we have given as far as this this terrorist or this not terrorist it's a, it's a long word and I, I I know it's a bad word but the giving up of, of the arms dealer what are we going to get in return for this as far as what we what we have given you know I know she's getting out. And I know that that's well, we're we're saving a human life and someone who is no longer being held hostage. Like and and appreciate the call, but this is not a sports trade. This is not a sports trade. We're not trying to match value. Yeah, I would say what your value. That's what negotiations are, and they use the word negotiation in the article. So how are we supposed to perceive this? We get one human, we release one who perpetuates murdering. Okay, and then you have one innocent person who has their life saved, like. Fine. A, an arms dealer for a human life who was wrongfully detained. Like, to it, me, that seems fair. Yeah, the most important thing that uh, I think you said that most people can relate with is the fact that Victor Bout most, like will, most likely will never affect our day-to-day life. No, and, and, and that's so, something to can take into consideration if right. you're asking where the value is. Well, you're giving the arms dealer, you're afraid of the arms dealer, what's he going to do? To your daily life. Yes, he may take other human lives, but, I mean, it's, 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 it's a bit life. He already took a bunch of lives it, when he provided arms to the Taliban and we had to go fight them. I understand. It's very, very selfish. Very, very selfish of us to say, well, this dude's not going to show up to my door. I mean, it, it, he's certainly a threat to probably our armed forces. On face value, it is, yes. Um, and... That's my day-to-day. I, I, and I, and I, I completely recognize that. I completely recognize that. But, again, we're talking about an innocent American. It was either Brittany Griner or nothing at all. Or nothing at all. Bottom it's, line. It, like, they, they were not going to, they were not going to let Brittany Griner even come home. And if you want to Victor talk- Bott was, this was, you're, we're going to let two Americans rot away in a penal colony because a guy with a, a, a nickname, the Merchant of Death, uh, is going to be the sticking point. And so if you really want to get down to it, Victor affects my day-to-day more than Brittany does. Let me ask you, though. Did, did you know who Victor Bot was before this morning? <laughs> no. Right. And that's what I'm saying. Is Which like, is because he was detained and he was safe and I didn't have to worry it's about not, affecting it's my not, day-to-day. It, I don't think not, it is, though. It's not. It's like, the, it, it like, and there was even a movie made about him and multiple books <laughs> written about him, and we didn't know who Victor Bot was. 100%. It's a really good point. Uh, before we, it's like this is Osama bin Laden. Uh, exactly. He just helped the Taliban who bin Laden was I, it, it, and that is a, a salient and but solid to his, point. To his point, there where, was a relationship between him and the Taliban. You're exactly right. But to, to Ken, it, it is, it, I, I don't want to use the word laughable, but to show passion about it today, Jeanette, and having not a clue who he was in the past is, is a little off, right? Like there's credibility there. That's a little off. And I only, before we do have to get to a break, I, I do want to touch on one thing. And I, I know I share a lot of the same feelings with a lot of people here, but God, I hate to take it. I don't know if Sean let it out there, but Jeanette, you said it earlier, but. To, to say that you need to understand the laws before you go into a country and stuff like that. First of all, she plays basketball, so she probably makes that trip from the U.S. to Russia weekly, bi-weekly. I can guarantee you that weed pen was in her bag for the entire basketball season. It yeah. just slipped up one time. Maybe she had a water bottle in there, something where they, it did trigger because most of the time, those little weed pens that these kids carry around doesn't trigger anything. So this was normal life for her. She wasn't trying to sneak in the weed pen. No, she's brought the weed pen over to Russia plenty of times, dozens, hundreds of times already. So to get busted, it had nothing to do with the weed or breaking the law. It was just that this was the one time that it happened and that Russia could use that as kind of the reason, quotations, of why they're going to detain her. I just can't get down with that. you got to know the laws. before. No, come on, come on. No, she was bringing that pen with her everywhere she went. It was normal. It was like her phone. 
basically to her. So to use that as a thing and, and try to deem Brittany Grimer as breaking the law, I think that's laughable. Uh, let's go to Butch in West Palm. Hey, Butch. Hey, how's it going? What's going on? Listen, I want to first commend you guys for bringing up an issue that I think is very important and not only just going glazing across it with the sports an, uh, analogies, but the, the, the deeperness, the deepness of it. Yeah. My only opinion is that um, the individual that was left behind, the Marine that was left behind, I have a feeling if they wanted Victor Bout bad enough, they could have negotiated for him. And here's my, here's my analogy to that, is that this is a gentleman who worked at, who was in the military, served his country. He then was taken wrongfully, as you were saying, Brittany Griner was, but he had a loyalty to the United States, and you know, we all know, we've all heard, we've read how Brittany Griner has a certain disdain for the United States. Well, I so think, I think she, that's. She, but look, can I can I push back on that? I don't think it's disdain for the United States. I think it is her yeah. exercising a constitutional right. Absolutely, okay. because her constitutional right here in the United States, she doesn't have the same rights in Russia, and I think she found that out. Whether you know, the gentleman just before said that the fact is that, you know, she probably had that pen with her the whole time. Mm -hmm. The problem that he doesn't understand, drug smugglers run drugs all the time, not saying she was, but it's that time that they just run across it, that vape pen didn't hit 99 out of 100 times, it hits this time. Well, that's when laws kick in. And unfortunately for her, and for anybody who goes to another country that doesn't know the laws, and, you know, I think it's, a, you know, ignorance is not an excuse here in the United States, I feel it's probably the same everywhere else that she went over there and that one time out of 100 it happened did they take advantage of it absolutely but is she a victim or is she somebody that violated the law of the country that's like saying like in the united states now most laws are considered suggestions more than consequences right. to actions but uh, in, in, in and russia butch, they hold you to consequences sure, to actions. but butch even in russia a russian citizen isn't being sentenced to nine years in prison for oh there's no doubt and, and we got to go i pro i apologize for cutting you off but and and we, this was the first time we encountered this, a disdain for America. Just because you speak out against a social construct in this country does not mean that you have a disdain for America. No, no. No, no. And I, I did not mention her views about this country for a reason. Right. right. That's not fair. Right. All right. We'll take a break. Stone's getting mad. He, she's Jeanette Javier, the Dominican Queen. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. From the right. Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. I Think Financial. Hey, community, they need your help at I Think Financial. Donate today. Support the I Think Community Foundation. The I Think Community Foundation's mission, improve the lives of children and families in our communities each year. The I Think Community Foundation hosts Jingle Bells at the Branches where children in need can come and enjoy activities, holiday treats, and a special guest appearance right from the North Pole. Donate at ithinkfi.org slash foundation or show support by purchasing a Jingle Bells icon at your nearest branch. Visit ithinkfi.org slash locations. Find your branch or call 800-873-5100. I want to make sure that I... I Address this because yesterday we we talked about um, we were talking about panhandlers and we were talking about those less fortunate in Palm Beach County. You could, oh, Jeanette, we'll do this tomorrow when we can have some actual time to do it. But yeah. Jeanette, out of the goodness of her heart, compiled a list of different services in Palm Beach County that uh, the less fortunate can um, and, and those that are really struggling. It's resources. Uh, resources to to get a hold of in order to help them in order to make things easier because I 
definitely, I think, was taken to task, and rightfully so yesterday, for how I treated panhandlers or some of the things I was saying about panhandlers, when in reality, people need help. People need help, and they're desperate, and so I think this is a very, very good thing. Did you? What did you do with the cookies we gave you yesterday? I did not encounter a panhandler. Okay. So they are still locked and ready, uh, ready to go. <laughs> don't, don't lie. They're in your stomach. They're not in my stomach. They're in my bag. I promise I'll show you. Now, but guess my, who had to bring it to him so he wouldn't yeah, leave, forget him? I forgot him. So Jeanette brought them to me. Now, they are peanut butter cookies. Is that disrespectful if I give a panhandler those? Why? Of course not. Man, I don't know. People, how, how do people feel about And they're grandma's about, cookies. Like, that brand is fire. Peanut butter is high on uh, protein. It's got like, some sure. carbohydrates Fairly, in there. Yeah, no, nutri- right. nutrition. Not as probably appreciated as a jar full of cheese balls, but and it's unique. they're pretty good. Um, by the way, Mike tweets in, why are you assuming Paul Whelan is innocent? You should probably read up on what happened first. I'm just saying. Listen, Paul Whelan and the United States of America say he is innocent of espionage. Okay? I am going to, especially when Russia is involved, stand with the American. Like that, that's, that's, oh, that's so crazy. That's the way I'm going to put it. Hey, thank you for that. But I don't. I don't know what else to say to that. All right. We'll talk to you tomorrow. That's Jeanette. That's Stone. I'm Ken. Bye-bye. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaBecca Live on ESPN 106.3. Ah, that is accurate. Thursday, but it feels like a Friday. Because this has been damned chaos for an hour and 25 minutes at this point. By the way, I'm serious. March 3rd, March 4th, I really want to go to the Lineman Olympics here in the great state, free state of Florida. Where? Where? Uh... I should look that up. I know it's in the state. I would l- I, love to do a broadcast from there. I want to see these dudes. I hope it's down here in South Florida or Orlando. This sounds like a Central Florida thing, right? It does. <laughs> Everybody meet at the median. Yeah, like the, the lineman Olympics, the electrical workers going up and competing. That sounds like a total Central Florida thing. Of course, happen. because, and I feel like Orlando would be the meeting place oh, because totally. everything surrounding Orlando's yeah. com- is rural. Is completely empty and swampy. Exactly. But I'm, I'm serious. Ever since Phil and Boynton told us he won a medal, he won a trophy. What is it called? In the Lineman Olympics. Uh, it's the Florida uh, Lineman Competition or something. He called it a rodeo. Yeah, he called it a rodeo, the Lineman Rodeo. But these dudes are doing electrical work 50 feet in the air for trophies. It's amazing. I love that. You know what else I love? South Florida Fair. Tis the season together with family and friends. It's holiday time. There is no better gift than the gift of the South Florida Fair. The season to give, the season to create everlasting memories, make those memories last with tickets to the South Florida Fair. Your kids, your family, they're going to love it. It's a no-brainer, tickets to the South Florida Fair. And right now, if you're the gift giver, discount tickets on sale at Publix and online at SouthFloridaFair.com. South Florida Fair, it opens January 13th, West Palm Beach, South Florida Fairgrounds. And this year, the South Florida Fair is dino might because who doesn't love dinosaurs? Jeanette and I are on the record as saying brontosauruses, they are the easiest to draw. The and they're big and plant-eating and adorable. 
Dinosaurs taking over the fair. Maybe you like raptors. They're going to be there. Not for real, because that would be terrifying. But you'll see interactive displays, <laughs> educational exhibits, dino encounters, an excavation zone, and so much more. It's the South Florida Fair, presumably with brontosauruses. Opening January 13th in West Palm Beach. Discount tickets at SouthFloridaFair.com. That's the South Florida Fair. SouthFloridaFair.com. It starts January 13th. Fun fact about the South Florida Fair. What's that? My first pageant ever, Miss South Florida Fair. Oh, wow. So you've got history with the fair. Mm. Mm -hmm. That's where it all began. Uh, first time I ever had fried cheesecake was at the South Florida Fair. So Ooh. also history there as well. Yeah. Same thing. <laughs> Historic. Uh-huh. Uh, so there's no way to dip your toe into this, or we're just going to have to dive uh, right into this. The story of the day, we're not, we, we, we weren't avoiding this. We just didn't want to do this right, right away with the show. But Brittany Griner has been released by Russian authorities uh, after a couple of weeks into her nine-year sentence for an ounce of hashish oil that was found on her as she was going to play uh, in Russia during the WNBA offseason. This has been, uh, for, for many, a victory because, quite simply, an American is coming home. An American who is held captive unfairly against her will is coming home. And so, of course... Uh, President Biden, uh, he's he's taken a victory lap over this. Um, the United States, uh, several politicians, the State Department, they've taken their victory lap over this. And Brittany Griner is is coming back from Russia and will be in the States in just a couple of hours. We'll go through a medical examination and uh, presumably that crisis has now come to an end. The United States did swap a captive for Brittany Griner, and it is Victor Bout. If anybody has ever seen uh, Lord of War, starring Nicolas Cage, that film is about Victor Bout, who also has the nickname, the Merchant of Death. He is a an arms dealer, and he was held captive and charged with many, many crimes, including uh, supplying weapons to terrorist organizations uh, that the United States then um, translated that as an attempt to kill Americans. And so he has been held captive for years and years and years in the United States. Russia uh, said, you're going to give him up or you're not getting Brittany Griner back. And so the United States did that. So for me, it's obviously, and I think Americans should feel good that an American is coming home after being held captive in Russia. That country... Um, that political pawn she was being used as, it was gross, it was unfair, and a nine-year penalty for that, it clearly was Brittany Griner being used as a bargaining ship against the United States. And you know what? For me, if an American comes home, it's a good day. It's a good day. It's a good day for the country, should be a good day for the country. Now, part of the problem here is that Paul Whelan, a former United States Marine who has been held captive nearly four years in Russia, is still being held captive in Russia. A deal could not be worked out between the United States, the Biden administration, the State Department, and Russia for Paul Whelan's freedom. So again, Brittany Griner, we're talking a couple of months. Paul Whelan's been there for four years in non-ideal conditions, in a penal colony somewhere in the rural parts of Russia. And so what's happened today is this has turned into, what about Paul? What about Paul? 
Why isn't Paul Whelan coming home? Paul Whelan's the one that loves America. Why is Brittany Griner coming home? Because Brittany Griner has spoken out against social injustices in the United States, like many people of color have over the last couple of years. Now, I want to play Brittany Griner's wife, who was at the White House. Um, Brandon had his press conference today to announce Brittany Griner uh, being freed from uh, Russian captivity. And so... Uh, they had Brittany Griner's wife at the White House, and this is what Brittany Griner's wife had to say upon the release of Brittany Griner. So over the last nine months, you all have been um, so privy to one of the darkest moments of my life, and so today I'm just standing here um, overwhelmed with emotions, but the most important emotion that I have right now is just sincere gratitude um, for President Biden and his entire administration. Um, he just mentioned this work is not easy and it has not been. There's been so many hands involved and so I'd like to take a moment to just specifically mention a few. Uh, Vice President Harris, Secretary Blinken, Jake Sullivan, Joss Geltzer from the National Security Council, Roger Cartson and Fletcher Schoen from the Hostage Envoys Office. Um, a special thank you to Governor Richardson and Mickey, um, the Mercury Players, the WNB PA for your advocacy. And also, um, you guys may not know this, but um, my family has been tremendously supported by the Washington um, agency, BG's agent, um, Lindsay Colas, has just been amazing for me and my family throughout this process. So um, today my family is whole, but as you all are aware, there's so many other families who are not whole. And so BG's not here to say this, but I will gladly speak on her behalf and say that BG and I will remain committed to the work of getting every American home, including Paul, whose family is in our hearts today as we celebrate BG being home, we do understand that there are still people out here who are enduring what I endured the last nine months of missing tremendously their loved ones. So thank you everybody for your support. Um, and today it's just a happy day for me and my family. So um, I'm going to smile right now. <laughs> um, thank you. So I thought that was significant that within all of that, Brittany Griner's wife did mention Paul Whelan and the Whelan family. Totally. They are completely aware and probably looking ahead knew what some of the reaction was going to be, the what about Paul. Now, um, as Biden put it today, the goalposts have been moved big time when it comes to Paul Whelan and what it came down to, according to TJ Quinn of ESPN, State Department sources told him that Russia made it clear that it was going to be Brittany Griner for Victor Bout or nothing at all. They were not going to be able to negotiate. And in fact, this had been a done deal since last Thursday, but American news networks decided not to report it because the Biden administration told them that this is such a fragile negotiation that any preliminary report could blow this entire thing up. So as you can tell, behind the scenes, things are real, real tense right now. It is devastating that Paul Whelan is still... And let's, let's be clear. He's being held hostage. He's, he's being held on espionage charges, part of a 19-year prison sentence in Russia for a crime he says that he didn't commit and for a crime that the United States says that he did not commit. Brittany Griner was arrested for one ounce of hashish oil that she was given legally in the United States for chronic pain 
She has claimed the entire time it was accidental. She did not know she had it with her. It was accidental. She went into the country, and she got nine years for what in Russia is typically 15 days in jail for a punishment. In my world, and again, I understand that when we're talking about the U.S. and the Russia and Russia and relations and uh, captivity, hostage taking, who loves America, who doesn't love America, and all that nonsense. I mean, social media is a cesspool today, and I understand that it is very touch and go with these conversations. But for me, this is just me, Ken Levicka speaking. When an American who's been held hostage, and quite honestly, in my world, I don't care who's given up. I just don't. And this is selfish of me, but I highly doubt the merchant of death at some point is going to touch my life in any way significantly by selling arms to Colombia, which is where he was, what he was arrested for. If one American who's held hostage can come back, and again, I don't care who's set free to get that person back, it's a good day. That, that's how I'll put it. I think it's a, a good day. What do you make of that, Jeanette? This Brittany Griner situation, Paul Whelan, and sort of this discourse on social media. Because, again, I think it's pretty cut and dry. An American's coming home, and that's a good thing. And then you continue to dig in to try and get Paul Whelan, this other Russian hostage, back to the United States. (laughs) Okay. So, it is super unfortunate that Brittany Griner was detained on something so small mm-hmm. and sentenced nine years for it. That would, that's not fair, unjustified, and not cool. But my stance, and again, I, I, I hope I don't offend anybody with this, but Russia's not known to be open to substances. When you travel anywhere, what's the first thing you do? What can you bring in? What can you not bring in? What can you do? What's not allowed? Now, she claims she didn't know she had it. Of course, anybody who is detained is going to say that. I didn't know four beers was going to influence me this much and get me behind the wheel, and now I have a DUI. Of course, everybody who's in some sort of law enforcement trouble, especially in such a terrible country like Russia is, politically speaking. Mm. There's probably, I don't know. So there's that. And now, I am happy she's home. I do, would never wish that upon anybody to have a beloved family member. So I have a sister who is currently stationed in Abu Dhabi mm-hmm. in the Air Force. Mm-hmm. When she did her research of going to the country, she knew what she can do, what she cannot do. She's in the military. And it, I live perpetually just scared that she's going to accidentally break a law over there and she's going to be whatever arrested because you have no idea. Completely different situations. Now, Abu Dhabi is an ally. Like, it, it, she, she's in some place that is going to, you know. Yeah, but they travel, they go out. Sometimes right. they leave base. If you have no idea. And if she does go outside the UAE, then she does open Absolutely. herself up. Absolutely. Yeah. She it. took a trip to Dubai. Got it. And I was like, girl. Rules in Dubai are very different than what we have here in the United States, gratefully. I mean, what we have here. So when I put together side by side, you have this guy. I did a, uh, I don't want to even want to say his Victor. Victor Bout. Victor Bout. The merchant he, of death. Yeah. 
he literally gave weapons mm -hmm. to terrorist groups. Mm -hmm. To terrorist groups that we have sent our own family members into death defending our country and our rights for. And we're letting him back out for a basketball player. When you have somebody else, and I don't care politically what you believe about Paul, Paul, he gave up his life for this country as well. Just as Victor has done for that too. Mm -hmm. But I think one, this was absolutely politically used by both sides, by the States and by Russia. Well, obviously, you're right. Russia I mean, they, knew who they had. They Russia knew who they had a superstar. Well, they're taking so, hostages for absolutely. But also, you have to sit back and think what the states did, politically speaking, too. Now, and I vote blue, but I'm looking at this from a side by side. Like, what is Victor compared to Brittany and Paul? So, the way I and again, I'm no no. And I'm trying so hard to put this eloquently because I don't no, want to be trending no, I think on it's, social. I think words, it's no bad words. But it's it's it's. I think it's important to talk through it because. I think what happens sometimes, though, is we, something on its face looks unequal, but we also look through things a lot of times in a sports lens. And we see a lot, this is, this is on social media, what I have, what I have noticed, is that a lot of people are treating this as if it's a trade in the NBA, okay? But hostage negotiations... And dealings between hostile nations are significantly different than two GMs on the phone trying to work out a trade that's going to work with the salary cap, right? Like, yes, does it seem uneven that someone that has all of these charges and is alleged to be setting up terrorist organizations to kill Americans, does that seem really bad on its face for old Brittany Griner? Maybe. But again, an American, an American who... who was wrongfully detained. I don't care. It, it, she, she made a mistake. She's still wrongfully detained nine years for an ounce of hashish oil, okay? Sometimes when you're negotiating, you have got to give up something. And this is what I'm assuming. Again, I don't know anything about anything when it comes to the State Department and their dealings. But if you want to get an American back, you got to give the country what they want within reason. And you know that if it wasn't Brandon and it was the previous president, who did that? You know what? There'd be praise from the same people crapping on it today and probably crapping on it from the people that are praising it today, right? So this, this, this breaks down partisan lines as well. And so everything seems to be extremely jaded by that political lens when at the end of the day, isn't it significant that an American, a young American who still has a lot to provide in her life and in her profession is no longer being held hostage by Russia? Like, can't that be left that is about at the bottom line? Yes, absolutely. And again, I'm happy she's home. I feel terrible for the anxiety that her and her family have had to live through the past nine months. I do not wish that upon anybody. But the energy from both countries are not the same right now. We let somebody back out who has helped in the assistance of murdering people all over the world. Specifically, or attempting to. He gave guns to terrorists. He helped, he helped that process. I mean, this is going to sound like a whatabout, but, I mean, in this very country, the next school shooter is putting together a manifesto to post on Reddit. Like, <laughs> sure. It, uh, you know, like, I'm not trying to be no, I love that. dark here. I love that. 
Um, this is from this is from the Whelan family. This is a release. This was sent out this morning after uh, the Brittany Griner announcement was made. This is Paul Whelan's family. Quote, there is no greater success than for a wrongful detainee to be freed and for them to go home. The Biden administration made the right decision to bring Ms. Griner home and to make the deal that was possible rather than waiting for the one that wasn't going to. I, that is unbelievable grace on the Whelan family's part. For sure. I mean, could you imagine? Well, they... And it seems desperate because, like, Jeanette, I, I think, and where I'm on the same wavelength as you, is that it seems like, at this point, there's almost nothing that can be done to bring Paul Whelan home. But, like... But they jumped through hoops to get Brittany Griner home. But they didn't. They gave up one detainee. I was going to say you can't say that necessarily. Like, they, they negotiated to try and not make sure that Victor Bout was sent back to Russia, but ultimately, Russia held fast, and so the United States said, okay, we need to get at least one of them back. It's a sacrifice, and it sucks. It sucks it had to come down to a sacrifice, but I keep going back to having one back is better than having none back. Like that, that's just the way, the way I look at it, and... And what I'll say too, Jeanette, is your sister in the UAE and going to Dubai. I understand you being concerned, but I'm telling you what, those are very, and Vivi has been to Dubai uh, and she can speak to it. Those are very westernized by Middle Eastern standards. And so like, I, you are awesome being a concerned sister, but it also is, that's probably going to be he in the Middle East. I don't know my sister. Uh, <laughs> I, I understand that, but it, I, I, <laughs> Jeanette has the smirk on her face, yes. But it is the most United <laughs> States, one of the most United States friendly I'm situations for she's going to be. But like, we like to venture and we like to do fun things no, when we venture. I, I understand. I understand. How, how do you feel about Brittany Griner? And the exchange. Brittany Griner is coming back to the United States. Victor Bout is being sent back to Russia. Meanwhile, Paul Whelan remains in Russia. Where are you on this? How does this make you feel? I'm curious. And I think we can have an adult conversation about this and not have it devolve, just like Jeanette and I just had an adult conversation. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And on Twitter, at KLV1063. That's 888-760-3776. Again, for me, and this is for me, there's an American back as opposed to no Americans back. That's the way I look at it. That's the way I look at it. Sean is in Palm Beach Garden. Sean's on Ken Levick Alive. Hey, Sean. How you guys doing? Uh, and I, I, I spent so much with, with you know, Jeanette and her sister. I, I kind of feel the same way that she does. And to give to give reference on the, the, the barbecue tailgate champion from earlier, I'm just calling back. I yeah. drive around a lot. So. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so in reference to the Brittany Griner, I, I have full respect for the Americans, the government's standpoint. But at the same time, I only hope that at the end of the day, Something is provided on behalf of the NBA or Britain on a standpoint towards some kind of reform or some kind of, some kind of a reconciliation for for what we have given as far as this this terrorist or this not terrorist it's a it's wrong word and I, I I know it's a bad word but the giving up of, of the arms dealer what are we going to get in return for this as far as what we what we have given you know I know she's getting out 
And I know, I know that that's... Well, we're, we're saving a human life and someone who is no longer being held hostage. Like, and, and appreciate I, the call, but this is not a sports trade. This is not a sports trade. We're not trying to match value. But, yeah, that's, what, but that's value. what negotiations are, and they use the word negotiation in the article. So how are we supposed to perceive this? We get one human, we release one who perpetuates murdering. Okay. And then you have one innocent person who has their life saved. Like... Fine. A, an arms dealer or a human life who was wrongfully detained. Like, to it, me, that seems fair. Yeah, the most important thing that uh, I think you said that most people can relate with is the fact that Victor Bout most, like will, most likely will never affect our day-to-day life. No, and, and, and that's so, something to can take into consideration if right. you're asking where the value is. Well, you're giving the arms dealer, you're afraid of the arms dealer, what's he going to do? To your daily life. Yes, he may take other human lives, but, I mean, it's... it's, it's, it's your daily selfish. life, he already took a bunch of lives it, when he provided arms to the Taliban and we had to go fight them. I understand. It's very, very selfish. Very, very selfish of us to say, well, this dude's not going to show up to my door. I mean, he's certainly a threat to probably our armed forces. On face value, it is, yes. Um, and... That's my day-to-day. I, I, and I, and I, I completely recognize that. I completely recognize that. But, again, we're talking about an innocent American. It was either Brittany Griner or nothing at all. Or nothing at all. Bottom it's, line. It, like, they, they, were not going to, they were not going to let Brittany Griner even come home. And if you want to talk... Bot was, this was, you're, we're going to let two Americans rot away in a penal colony because a guy with a, a, a nickname, the Merchant of Death, uh, is going to be the sticking point. And so if you really want to get down to it, Victor affects my day-to-day more than Brittany does. Let me ask you, though. Did, did you know who Victor Bot was before this morning? <laughs> no. Right. And that's what I'm saying. Is Which like, is because he was detained and he was safe and I didn't have to worry it's about not, affecting it's my not. day-to-day. I don't it's think not. it is, though. It's not. It's like, the, it's like, and there's even a movie made about him and multiple books <laughs> written about him and we didn't know who Victor Bot was. 100%. It's a really good point. Uh, before we, it's like this is Osama bin Laden. Uh, exactly. He just helped the Taliban who bin Laden was I, it, it, and that is a, a salient and but solid to his, point. To his point, there where, was a relationship between him and the Taliban. You're exactly right. But to, to Ken, it, it is, it, I, I don't want to use the word laughable, but to show passion about it today, Jeanette, and having not a clue who he was in the past is, is a little off, right? Like there's credibility there. That's a little off. And I only, before we do have to get to a break, I, I do want to touch on one thing. And I, I know I share a lot of the same feelings with a lot of people here, but God, I hate to take it. I don't know if Sean let it out there, but Jeanette, you said it earlier, but. To, to say that you need to understand the laws before you go into a country and stuff like that. First of all, she plays basketball, so she probably makes that trip from the U.S. to Russia weekly, bi-weekly. I can guarantee you that weed pen was in her bag for the entire basketball season. It yeah. just slipped up one time. Maybe she had a water bottle in there, something where they, it did trigger because most of the time, those little weed pens that these kids carry around doesn't trigger anything. So this was normal life for her. She wasn't trying to sneak in the weed pen. No, she's brought the weed pen over to Russia plenty of times, dozens, hundreds of times already. So to get busted, it had nothing to do with the weed or breaking the law. It was just that this was the one time that it happened and that Russia could use that as kind of the reason, quotations, of why they're going to detain her. I just can't get down with that. you got to know the laws. before. No, come on, come on. No, she was bringing that pen with her everywhere she went. It was normal. It was like her phone, basically, to her. So to use that as a thing and, and try to deem Brittany Grimer as breaking the law, I think that's laughable. Uh, let's go to Butch in West Palm. Hey, Butch. Hey, how's it going? What's going on? 
Listen, I want to first commend you guys for bringing up an issue that I think is very important and not only just going glazing across it with the sports and, uh, analogies, but the, 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 deeper, the deepness of it. Yeah. My only opinion is that um, the individual that was left behind, the Marine that was left behind, I have a feeling if they wanted Victor Bouton bad enough, they could negotiate it for him. And here's my, here's my analogy to that, is that this is a gentleman who, worked, who was in the military, served his country. He then was taken wrongfully, as you were saying, Brittany Griner was, but he had a loyalty to the United States, and you know, we all know, we've all heard, we've read how Brittany Griner has a certain disdain for the United States. Well, I so think, I think she, that's. She, but look, can I can I push back on that? I don't think it's disdain for the United States. I think it is her exercising a constitutional right. Absolutely, okay. because her constitutional right here in the United States, she doesn't have the same rights in Russia, and I think she found that out. Whether. You know, the gentleman just before said that the fact is that, you know, she probably had that pen with her the whole time. Mm-hmm. The problem that he doesn't understand, drug smugglers are on drugs all the time, not saying she was, but it's that time that they just run across it, that vape pen didn't hit 99 out of 100 times, it hits this time. Well, that's when laws kick in. And unfortunately for her and for anybody who goes to another country that doesn't know the laws, and, you know, I think it's, a, you know, ignorance is not an excuse here in the United States. I feel it's probably the same everywhere else that she went over there and that one time out of 100 it happened did they take advantage of it absolutely but is she a victim or is she somebody that violated the law of the country that's like saying like in the united states now most laws are considered suggestions more than consequences right. to actions but uh, in, in, in and russia butch, they hold you to consequences sure, to actions. but butch even in russia a russian citizen isn't being sentenced to nine years in prison for oh there's no doubt and, and we gotta go i pro- i apologize for cutting you off but and and we, this was the first time we encountered this, a disdain for America. Just because you speak out against a social construct in this country does not mean that you have a disdain for America. No, no. no, no. And I, ne- I did not mention her views about this country for a reason. Right. right. That's not fair. Right. All right. We'll take a break. Stone's getting mad. He, she's Jeanette Javier, the Dominican Queen. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. From the right. Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. I Think Financial. Hey, community, they need your help at I Think Financial. Donate today. Support the I Think Community Foundation. The I Think Community Foundation's mission, improve the lives of children and families in our communities each year. The I Think Community Foundation hosts Jingle Bells at the Branches where children in need can come and enjoy activities, holiday treats, and a special guest appearance right from the North Pole. Donate at ithinkfi.org slash foundation or show support by purchasing a Jingle Bells icon at your nearest branch. Visit ithinkfi.org slash locations. Find your branch or call 800-873-5100. I want to make sure that I... I Address this because yesterday we we talked about um, we were talking about panhandlers and we were talking about those less fortunate in Palm Beach County. You could, oh, Jeanette, we'll do this tomorrow when we can have some actual time to do it. But yeah. Jeanette, out of the goodness of her heart, compiled a list of different services in Palm Beach County that uh, the less fortunate can um, and, and those that are really struggling. It's resources. Uh, resources to to get a hold of in order to help them in order to make things easier because I definitely, I think, was taken to task, and rightfully so, yesterday for how I treated panhandlers or some of the things I was saying about panhandlers when in reality people need help. People need help, and they're desperate, and so I think this is a very, very good thing. Did you? What did you do with the cookies we gave you yesterday? 
I did not encounter a panhandler. Okay. So they are still locked and ready, uh, ready to go. <laughs> Sit don't, on the- don't lie. They're in your stomach. They're not in my stomach. They're in my bag. I promise I'll show you. Now, but guess I- who had to bring it to him so he would yeah, forget him? I forgot him. So Jeanette brought them to me. Now, they are peanut butter cookies. Is that disrespectful if I give a panhandler those? Why? Of course not. Yeah, I don't know. People, how, how do people feel about... And they're grandma's cookies. Like, that brand is fire. Peanut butter's high on uh, protein. It's got like, some true. carbohydrates Filling. in there. Yeah, yeah Nutri- right. Nutrition. Not as probably appreciated as a jar full of cheese balls, but... And it's unique. They're pretty good. Um, by the way, Mike tweets in, why are you assuming Paul Whelan is innocent? You should probably read up on what happened first. I'm just saying. Listen, Paul Whelan and the United States of America say he is innocent of espionage. Okay. I am going to, especially when Russia is involved, stand with the American. Like that that's that's Oh, that's so crazy. That's the way I'm going to put it. Hey, thank you for that. But I don't I don't know what else to say to that. All right. We'll talk to you tomorrow. That's Jeanette, that's Stone. I'm Ken. Bye-bye. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. I Think Financial. Hey, community, they need your help at I Think Financial. Donate today. Support the I Think Community Foundation. The I Think Community Foundation's mission, improve the lives of children and families in our communities each year. The I Think Community Foundation hosts Jingle Bells at the Branches where children in need can come and enjoy activities, holiday treats, and a special guest appearance right from the North Pole. Donate at ithinkfi.org slash foundation or show support by purchasing a Jingle Bells icon at your nearest branch. Visit ithinkfi.org slash locations. Find your branch or call 800-873-5100. I want to make sure that I... I Address this because yesterday we we talked about um, we were talking about panhandlers and we were talking about those less fortunate in Palm Beach County. You could, oh, Jeanette, we'll do this tomorrow when we can have some actual time to do it. But yeah. Jeanette, out of the goodness of her heart, compiled a list of different services in Palm Beach County that uh, the less fortunate can um, and, and those that are really struggling. It's resources. Uh, resources to to get a hold of in order to help them in order to make things easier because I definitely, I think, was taken to task, and rightfully so, yesterday for how I treated panhandlers or some of the things I was saying about panhandlers when in reality people need help. People need help, and they're desperate, and so I think this is a very, very good thing. Did you? What did you do with the cookies we gave you yesterday? I did not encounter a panhandler. Okay. So they are still locked and ready, uh, ready to go. <laughs> Sit don't, on the- don't lie. They're in your stomach. They're not in my stomach. They're in my bag. I promise I'll show you. Now, but guess my, who had to bring it to him so he would yeah, forget him? I forgot him. So Jeanette brought him to me. Now, they are peanut butter cookies. Is that disrespectful if I give a panhandler those? Why? Of course not. Yeah, I don't know. People, how, how do people feel about... And they're grandma's cookies. Like, that brand is fire. Peanut butter's high on uh, protein. It's got like, some sure, carbohydrates filling. in there. Yeah, no, nutri- right. Nutrition. Not as probably appreciated as a jar full of cheese balls, but and it's unique. they're pretty good. Um, by the way, Mike tweets in, why are you assuming Paul Whelan is innocent? You should probably read up on what happened first. I'm just saying. Listen, Paul Whelan and the United States of America say he is innocent of espionage. Okay? I am going to, especially when Russia is involved, stand with the American. Like that, that's, that's... Oh, that's so crazy. That's the way I'm going to put it. 
I thank you for that. But I don't, I don't know what else to say to that. <laughs> All right. We'll talk to you tomorrow. That's Jeanette. That's Stone. I'm Ken. Bye-bye.